What's up? Who are you talking to, me or the, the stream? Talking to you, <laughs> mofo. The only other guy in the room, you mean? I'm, well. t- I'm talking to my protege. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How's it feel to be the, the the team lead now, now that you've been doing it a minute? Now that I've been doing it a minute? Um, you got to pull the mic closer. I man. know. You can lean back and fucking comfortable. You sure you don't want a beer, man? I'll take a beer. You want you want to grab my Modelo, babe? Sure. Where's the handheld mic at? Uh, it should be over there somewhere. The one I use. We had it yeah, over here. It's right behind the computer. Oh, Do you have it on? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll be over for some cervezas. There you go. Fucking Consuela over here. I had a special cookie. I'm good. I had an idea of how it was going to be, like, before I took the job. Uh, it was definitely a surprise when I got offered it, though. I thought for sure. I thought for sure it wasn't like it wasn't gonna happen. You really did? Yeah. I thought they. I thought they were waiting for someone to come back and then give the position to him. Hey, what? Well, at a certain point, you can't wait anymore. Decisions yeah, got to be made. You know that. Yeah. But I honestly thought that they were just gonna wait and just I, have me do what I was doing because I was. Yeah, I was doing close, the man. I was doing the job without having the title of doing the job. Yeah, but now you're doing it. Now that you've been in the trenches, like seeing what it's about, it's a totally different prospect of it. It is. It's a lot bo- a lot more boring than I thought it was going to be. A lot more. And there you come to the real issue with the fucking job. Yeah. I, I definitely sometimes miss just the hands-on part of it. Just The autopilot mode. Yeah. When you're a tech, you're autopilot. Boom. You're ripping and tearing. When mm-hmm. you've done something a thousand times, you just your brain turns off and it just fucking goes. Well, especially the way I was doing it. Um, I always try to come up with a way that I wasn't thinking about what my next move. I was just doing the next move. Yeah, it is. It flows. Yeah. You get into this flow state where the shit, this naturally unfolds without thinking about it. Yeah. Your brain's already making calculations five steps ahead that you aren't even aware of. Mm -hmm. That's what gets wild. Yeah. Now that you're out of that mix. Thank you. Uh, fuck yeah. I'll drink one with art. Yeah, so it. I was priming you for a minute though. You I, were. I was. I. You saw was. You saw the writing on the wall. Like this motherfucker's gonna step down. I just don't know when. <laughs> I thought you were gonna wait. I thought you were gonna hold out a little bit longer. And then one day you're just like, "Yep, I'm fucking over this. Somebody <laughs> else can hold this torch and be proud of it. I'm fucking past that." That's how I left the service drive. Yeah. <laughs> Here today, gone tomorrow. Uh, well, you did salt out the gate, man. You did that super right away. Yeah, I did. Yeah, fucking how long? How many days take you to do that motor? Uh, about thirty-two hours. Yeah, so that, three three hours, and then a quick test down. drive in the morning. Look at you go! And I you, honestly could do it in about the ha- customer's window windshield. How dare you, you son of a bitch! <laughs> and I stole his valve stem caps yeah. that were still there. <laughs> he got on camera, motherfucker. He knows it was you. Oh, the, the best part is he probably has the part on camera where, after I was done with the motor, it wouldn't start. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Oh, and so you panicking a little bit? Oh, uh, at one point, I'm looking at the camera. Hey, if you're watching this, give me a call and see and uh, and tell me how many aftermarket parts you got on here. Because <laughs> uh, I was getting help, and uh, uh, we were thinking, okay, maybe it's the aftermarket stuff he has on here. Because he, I saw the camera on the dash, and I, I think there was a radar detector maybe. And it was all piggybacked off of the DLC. No shit. Yeah. I didn't really see tied it in like that. Yeah. So I thought, okay, maybe it's the aftermarket stuff that is just completely locking me out of the, the car. 
come to find out that I just installed the fuel pump backwards, but uh, ah, happened. he got to see that too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it happens. He got to see the fucking behind the curtain a little bit. That's yeah. the best. It was a it was a different car that I'm not used to. It's not a Toyota. It sucks. Uh, and following the repair <laughs> manual, I mean, I'm sure it's you shitty. know. It's shitty for a Supra. It's shitty as hell. Uh, it's local. Are they calling in? Yeah, what it is. Happy birthday. Oh, my. my baby daddy. God what damn. What the fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, wait, is that your wife? Yes. I thought you were going to leave her. No. We got two kids. What the hell? When, is it, <laughs> when are you leaving her? Uh, right after she murders you. <laughs> I'll be leaving her to the grave in short demand. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's because it's going to be forced. <laughs> it is. They're gonna she's going to kill you, and then she's going to kill me. It's going to be very quick. Look, bitch, I don't know who you are. I will fucking find you, and I will kill you. She's going to pull some Liam Neeson shit. I don't know who you are, but you fucked with my family. I will murder you and everyone genetically tied to you. Based on the phone number, it's definitely tits. It had the sound of tits. I don't know what you're talking about. What you're talking about. The, the, the voice echoes off of those mountains. Oh, man. Hey, thanks for calling in. You're and welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Yeah, it's weird, man. I closed a chapter in my life, and you opened one up. Yeah. So w- the real question is, when are you going to move out and be an adult? Uh-huh. You're gonna, <laughs> we're going to talk about this, like, right on air? <laughs> just, I've been giving you a hard time for a minute. Have hey, a lot more than everybody else. What, what, what did I always preach to you all the time working with you? It's like, be an independent thinker. Fucking, it's... I all I the think shit, be independent is the all the thing. shit I should preach on the show all the time about liberty and all that stuff. I fucking drove in your head like a fucking nail. I don't know if any of it ever stuck or anything. Oh, it definitely stuck. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I look back at who I was when I started versus who I am now, it's night and day difference. Well, th- th- the thing I always try to drive with you is like, dude, you just got to do what is for you. Don't worry about fucking anybody else. The moment you start gauging everybody else's opinion of what you are, then you're fucked up. Because now you're trying to hit a goalpost of what they think you should be all the time. And all of a sudden, now you're chasing this thing that has no tangible attachment to you other than, like, I got to feed this makeup machine that people want it to be. Mm-hmm. And then it fucks you up. Like, it fucks you up long-term, big time. You get stuck on that idea and that and that, that will of chasing what everybody's idea of what you is. Yeah. And the, I just, the, I the, wanted- the shitty part is when you're stuck in that loop, it's really easy because their opinion can always change. Yes, and it's if you're moving the goalpost, that's the whole thing. Is once they keep moving the goalpost, you're like, well, uh, once you've entered that game where you're trying to be part of that in crowd shit, you're fucked because now you got to curtail yourself and do all this weird shit. And it's like that's always try to tell you in your head, like, don't fucking do that, man. You got to do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Fuck these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always, I always think back now, like this thing is like, fuck. I wonder how much of an impact I had with art. You were like my actual first, like, I would say somebody that I, like I I spent a lot of time trying to mentor to a degree. Out of anybody of the younger guys I spend with, like when I worked with you, I was like fucking art has the most potential, hands down. No, you I, tried with a lot of guys, but yeah, you, you like, didn't see the potential in all of them. Yeah, then that's the thing is like, with or you, they started to give up once they like they had potential, and then they're just like, eh, I don't think I could do it. 
well, be tuckered out. It comes with the drive. Like there has to be the drive to back it up. The show's like, oh, this cat's interested as fuck. Mm-hmm. Woo! There's a good one. Yeah, man. man Get how, long that has up. It been, how long has it been since you drink beer? Uh, I don't ever really drink, dude. Like, actually, old lady. Like, she probably drinks more than I do. Well, you were hard into those, like, Mai Tais for a little bit. That's different. Them were fucking summer drinking <laughs> with their drinks. Mai Tais is what you drink when, like, you fucking cut it with some Everclear and you sit in the backyard and get fucking house. He's not afraid a of umbrella drinks. Drink. <laughs> I, I like hey, the micheladas. Right. If you're going to drink fruity drinks, you got to be fucking, you can't, you can't hit the gambit. You got to, like, you got to, like, you got to pick one, stick with it, and be tried, true, tested. Nothing else can fucking go into it. That's like the Mai Tais. I, summer comes, man. That's all we make is Mai Tais. This is pictures in the fucking fridge. I remember. Yeah, they're fucking... They're good. How good is that shit? They're good. Could they you, creep up on you, but they're good. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Everclear cutting that thing. You can't even tell. You're like, fuck, these are solid. Next thing you know, like two later, you're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not two later. It's about two later in about ten minutes. Because there's a little fuse right there, you know? It is. <laughs> you can feel it, then all of a sudden it hits you like a sack of shit. You're like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's what makes it fun, man. Yeah. Fuck, man. Do you guys ever get... You, have you took the team out to do anything like that? Not now yet. That Not, uh, other than, like, the <coughs> whole Christmas thing that we did. And yeah. Well, the big- I've, I've bought lunch for them before, but not, like, super uh, frequent. So you, you, you inherit... We, I don't know if I, it, I I made it happen or whatever, but I'm curious. Like, I always try to make you guys work as a unit to a degree. Like, like I know we don't really, we didn't go out and do a shitload, but when we try to do it or whatever, or try to. The biggest thing is you got to have the cohesion there, the team itself, and you, you having to roll into one that there's pretty good cohesion. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, well, the trick was to make all you guys hate me, and then you guys have a consolidated. You guys, you guys can rally behind a single cause. That's what it is. It's like, okay, if I'm a bad guy enough, these guys can get behind the idea that I'm an asshole and they won't really worry about all the imperfections in between each other. And they can all take that concentrated hate and turn into some kind of productive good. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but that's the way I kind of viewed it. It's like, okay, because you know me outside of work now. So yeah. you, you have a different. I always you know. thought you just were you had your ways and you were set in those ways. I ain't set in shit, but you, you got to. I meant like. You're set in, in your opinions. You've had opinions and you didn't care who knew them or who heard well, them. Or I think a lot of the opinions, though, it's it, I didn't pick up a lot of the opinions fly by night. A lot of it was me thinking about them and kind of molding them over. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, this is some shit I'm talking about and I haven't fucking thought about it for two seconds. No, there's a lot of thought that went into it. That's why when you guys would ask me questions about, like, shit unrelated to work, like, what I thought about some, I can give you an honest perspective about, hey, I thought about this, and this is the way I view it. And I could rationally make it tangible why it made sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can't do that. A lot of people will say something, and then you try to get them to reinforce what they're saying. And, and they get backed into this corner and freak out? Yeah, they don't know. They they don't. It's not even defending it. They I don't, feel. Yes. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. Now that you're doing charge, uh. you understand the, my feels. I feel like you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's cute. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing with that? Are you done talking? Can we fucking do something productive now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Looking back at it, I mean, I was definitely like, I was even scared to come on your team. You, that's. Everybody was. Hey, they. Well. I asked Kyle because I had known that he had requested to get off your team, and I was just like, okay, is it really that bad? And even Mike Ortiz, Mike, he was like, 
he 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 was or when I asked to get moved up because I didn't see myself getting moved up in my other team. I asked to get moved up and he was like, well, would you be willing to change teams? And I'm like, okay, to who? He's like, well, to Noah's team. Like, fucking racist white dude. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> well, I remember working for you one day with uh, Evo. Do you remember I think that? I, I think I vaguely remember that. You got mad as hell that I left cap lock, caps lock on. Oh, yeah, fucking with my terminal. Yeah, because we were using with my goddamn terminal. Well, because we were messing with your terminal because that was the only computer we had. Yeah, that's true. We didn't bring the one from the dog show. Yeah. The dog show. Hey. To this day. You know there's kids that work at our dealership now that don't know what the dog show means. The legends. They They just know it's called the dog show, yes. So they still know that it's called the dog show, but they don't know why. They don't know why it's called the dog show. The legend carries on. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> it will is. never. The, actually, that was. It's going to uh, be told for fucking centuries later. The that dog was Tony show. and myself that named that. And oh, then yeah. we made a Facebook page called, uh, what Canine was it? Canaan Lakes and Pavilion because it used to flood so bad. It's still an active page. Still on fucking fa- It's still mm. an active page on Facebook. <laughs> I mean, we don't get a lot of people visiting, but we do have people asking questions about it. Like, where is it? I'm oh, here. It's under renovation right now. <laughs> come back later. Uh, we're working on the draining system. Yeah. Well, I remember working for you that day. I See, was I just like, this guy's an asshole. <laughs> it, hey, at least it was up front. I didn't do it behind your back. No, you didn't. Yeah. It was yeah. funny. It was such a stark contrast because at the sh- at the dealership, I was when I was an advisor, I was known as Noah's wife. Everyone knew <laughs> Noah's the asshole, but his wife's hella nice. She is. My wife's hella nice. So like, oh, I didn't know that until I think. Uh, probably until I got onto your team. You didn't know that I was his wife? No. Because wasn't well, I pushing I, you towards? I thought I was pushing you towards him. I pushed a lot of guys towards him. I just remember working in the dog show, and you were an advisor when I was in the dog show. Was I a bitch? No. Okay, good. I remember Eva and I were dying laughing because you hit us with the Simon one day. <laughs> oh, <I> yeah. <laughs> Spanish. Yeah, we were dying laughing. I, I'm like, I didn't expect it. Racist Mexican jokes all the time. I See, have I've never, I've never heard your story what it was like to interact with me for the first time. I'm kind of curious. That now. was the first time. Everyone no. was afraid to interact with you. Everyone in the dog show uh, that knew that I was Noah's wife was like, you're cool, but we're terrified of your husband. But I think they were also trained to be terrified. That's why I was introduced as Noah's wife fuck? and not Reina. The yeah. legend. I'll be a known legend for years. Mr. Yeah, especially, especially since half of my diagnosis is like, well, I just remember Noah. <laughs> I remember him Motherfucker, showing don't me. do that. <laughs> no, you, I remember him You give me in management's office. I'm like, why'd you like this one? Noah well, said. Noah said. <laughs> hey, fuck you, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> it was the, it's the easiest backup, you know? Just, hey, Noah said. Oh, just like in college, whenever the professor would say one thing, Noah had something to say in contrast. Always, dude. I've Fucking hated off, it. I've pissed off so many of my professors in college. Is asking a lot of basic questions sometimes pisses them the fuck off. How dare you push back against what yes, I'm trying to teach? Yes, like, dude, it's been, it's been like that in every single fucking college class from going studying electronics to automotive to doing some of the general ed stuff to the philosophy teachers. They'd say some bullshit. I'm like, that don't sound right. Let me question this a little bit. And then you watch a teacher melt down in real time in the entire in, like, in front of the entire class. Automotive is a little different. Like when you challenge a teacher, it's using the technical side, and they can use the since they have more knowledge, they can technically outwit you and explain it in a better manner. But when it comes to, like, abstract thought, like a philosophy teacher that's been talking to fucking 14-year-olds, 
Oh, that's like fish in a barrel. That fucker has no clue how to deal with the complex adult. Yep. Well, yeah. you, you've never heard this art, but this story, but how Noah and I came to meet and how we came to get to know each other is we were, he got shoved into a basic automotive class, whereas oh, yeah. where I started. So at the time, I was still working on tractors, and I'd get off working on tractors smelling like diesel and fucking. Since I'm going to college, I got to start at square one, like basic automotive. I was like, this is fucking fun. Yeah, so fucking, <laughs> it, was a, it was a joy having him in class, if you can fucking imagine. And so one day he gets, I don't know, kicked out of his group. He's not at his normal table, and I realize he's sitting next to me. I was like, fuck, I hate this fucking dude. Like, you won't shut the fuck up. Everybody has the same opinion about me. Dude, oh, it was so annoying. And so this fool has the audacity to ask me for some of my snacks. Hey, hey, yo. This fucking bitch is bringing tacos and eating, and the only person that's allowed to do that in class is her. Like, nobody else can pull that shit off. So if you're sitting next to my fat ass eating tacos, and I'm not- I like jerky and stuff. And I'm not allowed to bring my own food because you're some kind of diabetic special case scenario. That was never the case. I never discussed that with them yeah, all. Yeah, but no other fucking, no other students were really- You ever see anybody else with eating some shit in there? It had nothing to do with my diabetes and everything to do with my tits. Okay, I'm telling you right now, you're the only person allowed to bring shit up in that bitch. Yeah, no one said so, shit to me. Okay. No one said shit. So this fool- Anybody else is like, you better fucking eat that shit outside and throw it away. What the fuck are you doing? So this fool is like, hey, he like, all of a sudden his face softens. I never, he always fucking had this tacos. fucking shit look on his face. He fucking hated everybody in that class. He always looked like an asshole. And his face softens. And he's like, hey, can, can, I have, can I have some of your snacks? And I was like, no. And he's like, please? Like, come on. And I was like, hey, <laughs> I will make bitch. you, I'll make you a deal. He didn't say that. I'll make I you a deal. It. You can have my snacks every time we're in class. You can have some of my snacks if you shut the fuck up and let me learn. Because I know that you know, but I don't know. And I'm trying to learn the way he's teaching. And it was a deal. He didn't He didn't agree to it, but he did it. He did not fucking talk. And then from that point on, I would sucker him into all my projects. I knew he knew what the fuck he was doing. And uh, he'd help me fucking with shit. It's easy shit, too. Hey, I passed transmission because of you. Yeah. yeah. Which one's manual? Like stick? Automatic. Or? Automatic. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke. It didn't fucking work. Fucking I fucking suck. Who's that guy that crashed the airplane? Fucking Kobe Bryant's pilot. They, that's just you did. Yeah. Right into the side of a mountain. Pow. That's all right. <laughs> It'll be a few months before I come back anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious, though. So what was it like in the beginning working with me? And the beginning- I, don't, I don't ever get to talk down. Like I don't ever not, not talk down, wrong word. I don't get to talk to a lot of guys that fucking made it through the like drudges, like it's one thing I, I have a conversation in passing, but like we're actually sitting down now. We have time to fucking parts it apart, mm-hmm. and I'm always fucking kind of interested to actually because I have all the guys I spent the most time on you. You yielded like the fucking you, boom right to the top, top dude, top tech, top understanding, top saturation of knowledge, like everything. Yeah. Like the only thing you, the only thing you needed at that point was just managing interactions between people. Oh shit. Yeah, well, that's because, that's a that's not working on cars. It's something it's, totally different. It's a hundred percent different. Yeah, but and it's something that I definitely need to work on. I find myself agreeing with customers when I shouldn't. Yes, remember though, you man, how many cars did I get kicked out of because I would not agree with the customer? Uh, I remember a few. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like even if you can hear and you confirm it, you don't agree. You'll say, yeah, there might be something, and you gotta leave it at that. And like, I'm not fucking. I'm not putting any nails in any fucking coffins right now. Mm-hmm. Let me spend some time. Yeah, and depending on how the shade the person was, it's more like, no, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Tough. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, so it's... But what was it like in the beginning of your first game on then? No, so the first day, the first time I worked with you, that was the time I'm just like, hey, fuck that dude. And that was the only experience I had when Mike told me, yeah, you're going to get on his team so you can get promoted. And I was like, well, all right, let's do it. And then Kyle, I remember he was like, oh, well, you know, he expects you to know. And I was like, expects you to know what? And he's like, oh, well, he'll ask you questions and only expect you to know. And I'm like... So he expects you to do your job, like do a little bit of basic research. As soon as I talked to Kyle, it kind of eased me down a little bit because he kind of was telling me things that I'm just like, well, yeah, you should do some basic checks before going to ask for help. But that was a different thing. Then when I got on your team, I don't remember 100%, but I think I just probably agreed with you. Cause that was the kind of dude I was. I'm just like, okay, you're yeah, not anymore. You're not like that anymore. Not anymore. But I just remember I probably would just like, just say you'd probably give me something and I'd just go get it done and then come back and do the same thing over and over and rinse and repeat. I feel like that's how it was in the beginning. I, I don't have, I honestly don't remember the beginning that much. Well, the, a lot of, I, well, you know, now being a team leader, like mm -hmm. the biggest thing is gauging interactions. When you're on the team, you're, it's not your job to gauge an interaction. Mm -hmm. Your job is just to fucking deal with guys you work with. Whatever, dude. I'm going to do my shit. Leave me the fuck alone. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, now you have to gauge the interaction with an individual. And you got to make a calculated analysis like, okay, which ways do I got to go? Mm -hmm. And you, you you can see now when you're pressing somebody too hard. Like, you're probably learning subconsciously a lot of the inner dynamics of how to go about managing and delegating stuff. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. There's definitely things that I can't give one person that. There had to be something I pissed you off hella bad, though. Huh? There, I said there had to been something that I pissed you off hella bad. If it was, I don't remember. Bullshit. I don't remember you pissing me off about stuff. Really? Yeah. I gave you some hard shit sometimes. Hard stuff, but it was never. I was never mad about it. Because it got to the point where I knew I was good. Oh, <laughs> it got you know pat yourself right in the fucking back there. I don't give a shit. <laughs> there you go. Shit. You gotta sell with fucking confidence when you're in your I job. got to the point where I knew that okay, Noah's slowing me down, but I'm gonna make it up. I was gonna find work and I I'm wasn't gonna, slowing you down. Not slowing me down, but you were slowing me down by giving me harder stuff. Yes. Which it's slowing me down because I can't do the normal, like, it's giving you turn my brain off and just freaking. It's giving you realistic freeze. hurdles now. Like, yeah. hey, you, we, were, we were running the 50-meter marathon. I wasn't even paying attention. I was just knocking these motherfuckers out. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, hey, we're going to run a 100-meter marathon, but I'm also going to throw some hurdles. It's not a straight run anymore. Yeah. And it, it kind of gives you a better trajectory. Shape. Yeah, so I always, I always saw it as I could make it up on the other side. There was never a time where I was like, well, you know, I'm going to lose some time right here. And I never really lost time. I'm not going to lie. I, I I did what I could to make things up on the back end when they were bad. Well, I meant like, so I would get a job and say it only paid like 0.9, but most of the time I was flagging about 0.9 anyway. Maybe I'd lose 10 or 15 minutes, but I never lost like three hours on a one-hour ticket because you were always pretty good about just taking it over and if yeah. it, if, well, I, if it got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore, <laughs> then you would take it over, and then later you would explain to me, okay, this is this is yeah, this, and this, this is, is what that. I found. Well, so, the thing now, being team leader, you can you can actually see where that actually works out really well when you bracket it like that. But the thing is, in the beginning, you don't know what everybody's allowable skill time is to do a job before you got to pull it from them. Like, okay, I got to handle this now. Like, you need to be more productive. And I feel like taking over the team that I was already a part of, 
you kind of had a better understanding. I had, a, I had an understanding of where everybody's skill level was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You if walk, I would have, you if walked I into a unit already that kind of had, you had baseline baseline knowledge about a lot yeah. of it. Not all of it, but enough where you could systematically kind of figure it out in your head a little bit. Okay, I, I know where this is at. I know this at this much time. This person needs to do this type of work. You can automatically start kind of bracketing a lot of that stuff off. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like even realizing and now that I cover shifts. No. Oh. It's it's I it's, hate doing that. Fuck that. That's for the birds. That's for people like with no life like me. <laughs> yeah, outside, of, outside of work, you I don't, <laughs> said it, not me. <laughs> outside of work, let's face it. You know, I don't have a real life. Anyways, that's weird because you drive a Harley and all this other shit. Yeah, but I don't like people. You like Mexican. I hate people. I thought you would have had like nine kids by now. Uh, Isn't I, that you motherfuckers? I, I mean, roll? that's the timeline should should match up, but it doesn't. It, it, ain't, it, ain't, <laughs> it ain't none of your sisters making the ground up either. Uh, my older sister has two kids. In a Mexican family, that's not two enough. grandkids only. <laughs> you cut it short, man. <laughs> my uh, my uncle has like twelve or thirteen grandkids, and I think he's a, like a few years older than my mom. Yeah, that's fucking <laughs> wild, dude. That's what I'm saying. But her, all her or all his kids had had kids before they were like eighteen. Oh, no the shit. youngest ones were like 14 and 15 when they had their first kid. I, I know Raina's stepsisters, man. They have a fucking litter going on, man. Yeah. Stepsisters and stepbrothers. I mean, there's fucking like shit. Just them alone is probably over 10 easily. Yeah. Like that's a fucking ton of grandkids. What the fuck, mm-hmm. dude? So all them, you know, all the, all those guys had had kids. Like I said, they didn't even graduate high school. Most of them didn't graduate high school. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And then. Now, now they're all grown up, and they're like, "Fuck, yeah." <laughs> I wish I could be like you, Art. You live with your mom, but you have a ton of extra money and freedom. <laughs> I want to know what you do with all that fucking money, dude. What do I do with it? Yeah, nothing. Saving at least. Yeah, we know you ain't paying off your fucking student loan. No, not yet. No, you motherfucker, dude. What I'm torn. It? I'm torn. What right do now. I always say? I, I pay what? off your debts because it's just losing money. No, pay off your debts because you're borrowing against the future. So every debt you owe out in front of you is you make an obligation that in the future I have to maintain this debt. Mm-hmm. So the more fucking past you put in front of you of debt maintenance, mm-hmm. like if you just have one of a house, you know the path, you know where you got to be, you try to figure out how to make the path as easy as you can over time. But when you're like house, car, boat, and all of a sudden you have multiple path debts that you have to manage, and you have to have enough energy to walk across all of them during the duration of time. So the trick is to isolate down your available energy to things that really matter instead of bullshit stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, I'm torn right now because I should take the 401k money out and uh, just pay it all off. I would. But the other side of me is like. You're at at the right time in your life where you can make a decision like that that won't long-term won't hurt you. Yeah, it won't, and I don't know, because, so what I'm, what I'm, when's the last time, am I restarting, am I restarting my retirement savings at at 28? Yeah. Yeah. As long as you do it by 30, you'll be fine. Oh, okay. But even then, like, does that matter? Like, what's the value of that dollar you're going to be pulling out in the future? (laughs) Less than what it's worth right now. Okay. I'm just, I'm just asking some simple questions about. What's the value of a retirement, especially when you live in California? That it's a simple fucking question. Yeah. 
So you're probably going to leave California if if you want to actually have a decent retirement. Retirement, yeah. Yeah. You're stuck in a position when you have to. Even owning this house, like, I'm already knowing when I get retired, I can't do it in this fucking state. It's impossible. Even if you own the house? Even if I own it? Right now, just where we're sitting at, we pay more in taxes and, and our escrow account every month than we do on principal and, and interest combined. Combined. So th- this the thing that gives me ownership of the house is less than what we're paying in taxes and escrow. How does that make any fucking sense? Because California? Hey. Hey, you're doing your you part. You voted this you're, way. Oh, that's right. You motherfuckers doing, don't vote. You're doing your part to help out, Noah. Oh, <laughs> feeding the machine? <laughs> I did my part by paying all my income taxes because I'm still single. Hey. You got options that, that hide that money and diversify and do different things with it. Well, how's your portfolio doing? Do you even manage that? I set it up for you. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you made a fuck ton of money. Yeah, I know. I'm still making money. I know. But I was. I just got the the quarter the quarter report uh, from Nationwide, and it's still going this way. Yeah, and the market's crashing. Fucking woo, and the, your but your four one ks is magically going the opposite way. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. You, I just. I hate how the whole financial system has two sides. It doesn't have two sides. It has fucking a million sides then. Oh, because you know there's no, the people. On, on. It does have two sides. It has a side that's government funded. It has a side that actually relies on legitimate profits, earnings, and other structural analysis that makes up a real company. But everybody and their mother has an opinion on it. They do. That's why you got to so go. So how do I... So even I, if I buy, even say if I buy a financial book right now, how do I know that motherfucker isn't biased? Because that's why you go into the prospects. You look at every individual. How much time do you think I spent setting up the portfolio? A lot. Yeah, like a fucking year breaking down. Okay, I got to get this structure. I got to get this type of fucking diversification in this fund. Mm-hmm. Like I went through every single company as much as I could that was available in that pros- that prospect to look at it and set it up. And then I looked at projections of future analysis like at one point i moved you into a huge position of oil when it was crashing so mm-hmm. you bought up a fucking ton of it and then you wrote it all the way up to like the end of 2020 end of 2020 mm-hmm. yeah if you would have wrote it up to now you'd be losing now now it's starting to now it's starting back to down. crash back down but uh, that's why wouldn't I'm, that wouldn't that be the best time to move money into it then um uh, no because i think energy demands in a crash around the world demand yeah china's really? going through a full lockdown right now regardless of what the data is doesn't so, that so regardless doesn't that mean that the energy demand goes up because they're locked no, down and they're using it? No, because facilities won't be operating and making goods. So what do you think use, uses more energy per capita? An industrial facility, a yes. warehouse basically. I'm fucked up. Yeah, you are. Yeah, a warehouse basically, yeah. like a business. Yeah. So if you think in an, as an industrial sector mm-hmm. compared to a subdivision, even though people are using the AC and all the fucking other horseshit they do. What do you think the usage is going to be? So if you understand that China is the number one producer of goods around the world, you imagine their usage for and productivity nature is probably astronomically through the roof, especially since they can just hold a gun to everybody's head and tell them to fucking work. <laughs> so them motherfuckers are probably cranking out 7-Eleven hours, let's be honest. Yeah. But just 24-7. Anyways, so that's what I hate is that I have to go through this this much information and at the end of it, I still could not know shit. But but this is the thing I, I, that, that I always, I don't know if I drove it home and everything. You can do whatever the fuck you want in your private life. Have fun, fuck around, do whatever. 
But there's one part of your life that has to take root over everything, and that's the financial sector of it. Which, once you study it, it's a small window of your of your life that you're actually delegating to it. You might have to brush up maybe once or twice a week on people that specialize in the sectors of the market to get adequate information that you won't find on mainstream television. But you find reputable guys who are consistent track workers of having good, solid analysis in certain sectors. You already make the determination of where you want to delegate your capital to from your paycheck to what sector, and then you specialize in the guys that specialize in those sectors, and then you get the best projection. Because they're not just looking at the sector they're in. They're making an analysis of trends, what what's going on, economic. A lot of these guys see stuff way out in front of the market before they do, so they can determine when there's going to be a slowdown. That's like the whole reason I pulled majority of your fund from gas out at the end of 2020 because it was hitting a pretty much a good high. You probably could have wrote it to the middle of 2021, but you made good earnings. That's why I, I skimmed the top of that and re- rebalanced out your portfolio. But if you do that, then it doesn't really take much time. You kind of know what the trends are. You have a more tangible, adequate information pipeline coming from guys that specialize that aren't bullshitting you in the market. So it's actually trimmed down the amount of time you actually got to invest to reading a lot of these. A lot of people say they don't have time. I'm one of those guys that say I have too much time. Because if you think about how much time I waste doing dumb shit that I could be doing something else. What do you think about your fucking time doing? I think my, I think I'm on on my fucking phone watching dumb videos on fucking on the internet. You can only watch porn through 23 hours a day. You got to do something with the last hour. (laughs) That's not what I meant. Okay. That's only about like an hour. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. Five minutes here. It's on the clock. So don't. Five minutes here. About 10 minutes over there. You know, (laughs) a little 20 in the morning. Now (laughs) fucking around. (laughs) No, just watching dumb shit on the internet. Like, I find myself doing that, and then I think about, so I'll go like an hour of watching just fucking stupid YouTube videos, and I'm just like, what the fuck have I done for the last hour? Mine suck. Yeah. Are you at least watching something that's... No. Nothing that's I'm teaching not, you? No. You, so you're not watching anything that has any productive nature? No, I I'm, can't even tell you what I've watched because it wow. goes like this, and it goes the other way. It's like someone just has a fucking funnel. They're pouring it, and it's not even stopping. It's just no, going. It's fucking. just going straight through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, what the fuck, man? A lot of it is like what I said. I, I don't trust anybody. I don't trust. I don't care who it is. It could be a guy that has a billion dollars. I don't trust him. I'm not trying to listen to a guy like that because usually, yeah. if you, when you got the kind of money and you're fucking around the markets, you got some kind of correlation to the government kickback scheme that's running around. So those guys aren't legitimate guys. Those guys have a lot of inside knowledge that that, that you and I are never going to have. Yes, so they can manipulate the market to make you think they're doing like Bill Ackman's a prime guy. They did it last year when he said, "Oh my God, the entire hotel market's going to crash and all this other shit." And he got everybody, and he he sold out when it was high, and then when he then he spooked everybody like two or three weeks later with all that shit about COVID was hitting, and it crashed all the markets that he sold out of, and then he rebought them at a low. Wow. And wrote it all the way back up with major profits. Yeah, he came on TV. He's like, my bad. That was his response, basically. My bad? Yeah. My bad. I didn't know you were going to catch me. Hey, I, sh- I should be allowed to buy stocks even though I fucking work for the government. What? No, he works in the private no, sector. I was talking about Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> how dare you? This is a free market. Sure the fuck is. Then why in the fuck are we pushing socialism if it's a free market, bitch? How about that one? Can we do that one? Because it sounds good on paper. It sounds good only when it benefits me. 
I feel. I feel <laughs> like I should be able to bullshit you, and you should not question any word I say. Yeah, you asshole. I'm pretty sure we drove home that point already. That Noah just likes to question and be in the be the asshole. I, it's a simple <laughs> question. Can we not answer? Are we not allowed to ask basic why? How dare you? Yeah. You are a white privileged man. How you dare should you? not be questioning or yeah. having an opinion on anything. <laughs> How dare you? I haven't thought about these things before you ask him. Fuck. What are they going to say to me? I'm a white pri- uh, or no, I'm a brown privileged male. You are, man. 100% I yeah, am. The only oh, reason Oh, trust me, I've thought about see, this. The only reason I advocated for you to take on the position is cuz you were Mexican. I was like, fuck, we got to get more diversity in this bitch. Some a white <laughs> boy running these teams. <laughs> It was I'm sure it looks good on it was, paper. It was a long can... game. It was, I was playing the long game. Was like, yeah, like, I know where we're going. Our fucking manager is a semi-racist. I got to turn this bitch around. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. A hundred percent. I am privileged though. I don't know. I, mean, dude. I grew I, up in I, a house, Noah. Hey, motherfucker. I grew up in an apartment. That exactly. I know, but that doesn't mean shit though, man. <laughs> it's just, you start at different points in life. You can't knock what your parents did legitimately to set you up in the best condition. And they did. I know, but they did what they were supposed to do. That's the whole idea of a parent. Yeah. Like, I know now, like, interacting with my daughter, fuck, what the fuck is it? Why? Like, riding skateboards with my daughter and shit like that and getting her into it. I'm I'm just realizing now that it's like, more than any time in, in my life, I should be spending the most amount of time doing horseshit stuff like that with her. Like, to me, it's like, this is lame, but I know to her, it's probably way different. Like, oh, fuck, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know if you saw the basketball hoop out, out front. Uh, I probably didn't pay attention. Yeah, the plan is that, because the motherfuckers are on the computers all the goddamn time now. Like, would you know, shit, you have a, you have um, a young brother, what is he, like, eight? Uh, ten. Yeah, what the Going fuck? Going on 11. And you're, like, almost 30? Fuck you. Man. 28, all right? I still got two more years. <laughs> that was a, a, that was a wild call on your parents. Well, fuck fucking it. A. Yeah. Your dad just let it go and ran with it. Fuck it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, that was a surprise. The best part was the way I found out. My older sister already knew, and she just looks at me. And she's like, hey, what would you say if my mom was pregnant again? <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. Tell me. No, that's how she asked me. And I was like, huh? Uh, I think I was, what? I think 15 or. You're like, what? Fuck, your parents are still doing that? <laughs> 100%. I'm a fucking teenager, and I'm like, what? <laughs> so how does it happen? How do they get pregnant? I don't understand. Huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, been so, a smart ass in that uh, Yeah, you were. <laughs> you would have. Yeah. I was a little bitch. Remember, we've established this. Yeah, I remember in the beginning, you didn't fucking say anything. You're just like, yes. Mm-hmm. I wonder if your mom hates that you worked with me. Uh, probably not. Cause she's she's a lot like you. I'm not gonna lie. Oh no shit. She's very open mind, or she is very open mouth and doesn't care if you know her opinion. Yeah, I'm gonna let you know. My, anyways, my mom met my sister's ex boyfriend, who's an Indian. Straight up asked him, "Are you the Indian that has multiple wives?" <laughs> <laughs> no fucking filter. <laughs> are, are you red dot Indian or what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Straight up. She doesn't speak that good of English. It's very broken English, but that was her question to him. Oh, that's fucking hilarious, dude. How did he respond? I don't remember, but my because I wasn't there when when they first met. <laughs> my sister tells this story, <laughs> and she tells me, but I don't remember what, how he responded. But, yeah, so she – and she has, you know, she has her strong opinions, and she has uh, her ways set, and – 
Not set in stone, but like she's old school. Yeah, she's a hundred percent. Not that, but she came from Mexico. Probably lived in some fucking real, not this bullshit twenty first century modern America, but like, like, like legit shit. Especially since she's older, so she, her area wasn't that shitty. I visited before. It yeah, wasn't but complete, you got, okay, but it's not the same as here. Well, hold on, no, 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 you're you're missing one part of the aspect. How old your mom now? Fifty. So go from the age that you went back there. And subtract like another twenty years off the the industrialization that. Oh, one hundred percent. My mom, my mom sent my grandma money to build a toilet because she knew that we weren't <laughs> gonna be able to fucking do it. She knew her kids were too privileged to fucking do it in the do it in the corner in a fucking hole. Oh shit! Yeah, she sent money from here to build it. Yeah, I found that out later in life. Obviously, not they did all the plumbing and everything. I can't remember to be honest, but I know it was like a little fucking. It was like a basically like an outhouse. But it had a toilet. <laughs> and you know how you flushed it? You pour water down it. It didn't have a fucking... Yeah. You just take a bucket and... There's no water pressure. There's no clean water ran, but there's you have sewage runoff. And I bet it didn't even go to the septic tank. It probably just went to the river. I don't know where it went. It's Mexico. It doesn't matter where it went. <laughs> I don't know where it went, but uh, I, I remember that. I remember that uh, it was... Uh, the way they got their water was they had like this giant thing that they made it was like a essentially like a pool no but it was shit. made out of like brick how'd they fill it up there was the water there was the water that got turned on every certain every tuesday okay, or whatever they'd top off what they have and you'd fill it up and but you had to wait your turn oh shit because the hose was running to multiple houses yeah yeah well, that's I, wild i remember that that was that was a big wake-up call and now looking at it and i'm just like man that shit's crazy yeah like well not oh, that. and that when we went there we had this whole situation go down where my sister ran to the store with one of my cousins and there was this drunk Mexican dude that tried to like grab my sister and kiss her. Oh shit. My mom found out about it. I didn't know about this. I'm, I'm in the truck getting ready to leave with my dad and we're getting ready to leave down the road. This drunk Mexican dude stops by the truck and is, uh, talking to my dad like, Hey, what's up? And whatever. My mom comes in, just fucking trucks the dude straight into the <laughs> straight into a fucking uh, fence, like no a shit. barbed wire fence. Just fucking <laughs> truck the dude and just pushed him straight into it. I'm pretty sure my sister was in the corner, like, yeah, that was him, <laughs> and uh, just straight knocked his ass down. My dad gets out of the truck hella quick and had to pull her off of him. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you'd even see it. Well, you probably see that still. If like if I was chilling out in the south area, you'd probably see something like that. But out like out here, Mm-mm, you ain't seeing that right here. No, man. No. So that it growing up was weird. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Yeah. Like looking back at it now, it's like my mom definitely wore the pants in the relationship. But she was old school hardcore, man. Yeah. From Mexico and and probably shitty conditions. Probably around a lot of shitty environments. She could she could poop a lot of shit, man. Yeah. So it's just like if you get like a even now if you grab a, like a, a legit hood bitch, mm-hmm. they're pretty fucking tough. Oh, you get a phone call. What it is? Yo. What's up? <laughs> I'm on right. Yeah. yeah. Where's the welcome? You're calling Blue Cold Fields. Oh, I don't. It's do on that. your. It's on your computer. You just said it. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. You're about like yeah, 40 minutes too late. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, your mom's a badass. That's awesome. Yeah, she is. <laughs> the old school, hard fucking Mexican. When she threw a slipper, it wasn't like a fucking, it wasn't no like, 
soft slipper. No, she grabbed like something that was like a piece of wood and fucking hooked it. Oh, yeah, I remember getting I remember getting my ass beat with the belt. Oof. Yeah, belt. It's done. Yeah. No doubt, man. No, did she keep like repeatedly coming down with it? Because every time I got hit with a belt, it was never more than like three times. I can't remember the amount of times, but I don't it had know. to have been. In I the... just blacked out and I woke up. I didn't well, know what I the fuck happened. <laughs> I remember getting <laughs> told, hey, don't put your thing? hands in the way. <laughs> put your hands up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then my dumb ass that. felt the first one. And the first thing I did was bring the hands down. Yeah. And then next thing you know, I'm, I got a hurt ass and a hurt <laughs> and hurt hands. Now go do some yard work. <laughs> no, usually it was go to your room and then you'd sit there and cry a little bit and then uh, come back out. That's that old school shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Wipe those tears off your face. We got company coming over. <laughs> you, you know what makes me laugh, though, man? If I swear to God, if you hear people nowadays act like that shit doesn't exist on people coming to the U.S. Like, that's the old school technique from every country to fucking discipline your kids. So if well, you're, yeah, if you're, the the child, man. yeah, well, not that, but if you're bringing a ton of immigrants in there, like, this is the way we've been doing it for fucking thousands of years, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I, but I it's like always funny. You don't ever hear them address that. You don't hear anybody like talk about that side. Oh, I'm sure my mom got it way no, worse than I did. Worse. Usually when it's child abuse, it's just some fucking crackhead white lady and the kid with burnt arms. I mean, child abuse defined well, nowadays or defined back in the day? See, I, it's a scale, man. So back to child abuse now is yeah, you call your kid a dumbass, and that's gonna scar them for life mentally. <laughs> that's not abuse. I do that no, all the no, time. That's, no, that's child Are you abuse. Fucking retarded. You Nowadays that? standards, that's child abuse. <laughs> well, if your child's about to hurt themselves, you got to bring the pain so that they can associate the two. Other than that, let me give I mean, you let me give you a metered amount of the pain you're about to feel if you would have did what you did. I want to give you yeah, a quarter of what. Yeah, this is going to be a good this reminder. Ten percent of what it would have felt like to get hit by a car. Yeah, you you're welcome. I'm helping that. you out. Yeah. Now let's learn how to swim. <laughs> oh shit, dude! I remember the first time when I got my daughter into swimming. She was like, shit, two or three, and I just kind of hooked her in the deep end and fucking went in there with her. You fuck my daughter's a hell of a good swimmer, man. Now, after you, after you oh, dumped yeah. her in the water Dude, like my, that? all my kids are trial by fire. I don't like it. Cool, we're doing it again, apparently. <laughs> like, that was like, that's how it worked, dude. It's like, I don't like it. Cool, we're doing it again. We're going to keep doing you it until you. said that. Yeah. We're going to keep doing it until you get good at it, and then you'll actually like it because it's not hard. And that's like yeah, everything. Exactly. Or you when can't you just try something it. once and just say, no, I don't like it. I don't know. Getting fucked in the ass by a dude might be a one-time shot. That's like a no time <laughs> shot. I, I know a hundred percent. I don't need you, that. You're making the comment you know, like you don't know one okay. time. <laughs> if, if you're getting your kids to do that, I mean, hey, fuck that. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. We were. I, I thought, know, thought we were talking. I thought we were talking about like kids. No, what? No. How'd you go to kids with that? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I'm, go back a few seconds. There's some other minutes, fucking barriers we got to cover now. You can't just make a jump like that. No, right? I was talking yeah, about. We, we changed fucking. gears. Hold on. We got to qualify this one. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, is it, are we talking full blown rape and I was tense or do I get a chance to relax first? I mean, there's a lot of factors going into well. Oh, and none oh, of it matters. Man. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I went to jail, and my uh, my in, my roommate was the most gentle creature I've ever met. <laughs> he sang songs to relax me up first. Kiss my neck. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. It was creepy, but I, I think that's what I liked about it. Oh shit, dude. <laughs> Nasty. Yeah. Right on. All right. Have you guys hit any, hit the news topics? Can I just? 
in the news this week. I told you the narrative was collapsing. I heard on the radio that they're talking about Omicron is, in fact, a sign of the end of the pandemic. I do. I think I heard something about the end of the pandemic and the beginning of an endemic, which I don't know. Endemic means it constantly happens. It's a repeating. In other words, like the flu. Correct. Like what we've been comparing it to from day one. Regular cold. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, Endemic is just it's something that you just have to contend with yearly. Well, you got to give the the, the is it yearly or year round? Year round basically longer than 10 years. (laughs) You mean like longer than like 10 months? Yeah, exactly. You buy a Chinese-made toy and it breaks the later that day. <laughs> yeah, years? What are we talking about power? years? <laughs> well, you, you know what I'm kind of curious? I'm kind of curious how many cases there have been of people getting the flu and COVID. That was the thing. Weren't they calling it like the yeah, flu-rona right. or some bullshit? Yeah, but, but they, can never, yeah. they can never substantiate the data to indicate that. They ran with it as though they were going to be able to sell it as like, yeah, this is serious, and then that fell the fuck apart because there was no data... In other words, like the from the beginning of this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? People died. I seen it. Yeah, and magically, oh, yeah. I just nobody, don't know anybody. <laughs> and just magically, no one has died of cancer or the flu in the last two years. No, it's all been COVID. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah, he died of a motorcycle. That guy had a fucking COVID. tumor going out the side of his chest. What do you mean it was but he COVID? Tested, but he tested positive. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that going to explode? looks like a fucking zombie. Nah, it's a zit, well, you and he had COVID. Rogan talk about that. Somebody comes in and dies of a gunshot wound. They swab their nose and went, oh, COVID, there's another 30 grand. For Fuck, man, COVID's rough. Yeah. Show the fuck it's is. Br- COVID burst out of this guy's chest like fucking aliens. <laughs> Do we get paid double for that? <laughs> Put it on YouTube, fuck it. <laughs> we get some clicks. I always knew yeah, that it was. Exactly. I always knew that it was a sickness. Like, you know, it was probably like a real sickness. Like, people definitely got sick out of it. Oh, I'm not arguing it. that for a second. Yeah, oh, it's it was legit. Real, yeah. it was was it real. worth closing everything down and doing everything we did? I still stand bro, behind yeah. the, the conspiracy I idea. I is 2020, bro. Yeah, well, my I still stand behind the idea conspiracy-wise. It's not conspiracy. The financial data supports it. That the entire system is completely fucking wrecked. And it was a good opportunity to try to hide and swatch a lot of dollars around to try to fix stuff artificially. And I, I think yeah, in, exactly. I think in the buy real world, trying down. to buy more town, more time. Well, the big problem well, too is wouldn't. they're they're stuck in a hard place now because they can't fiscally. So for the the government to issue money out to people directly, it's fiscally spending. It means they're 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 taking on more fiscal responsibility to issue it. Like when the pred when the Fed prints and gets reserves, they're tied up in the banking sector. So the only way they can get out is that the bank loans the money. So that's why you're seeing extreme, extreme, a lot, extreme amount of margin borrowing because the banks can actually lend the reserves into the market, but it's still tied up in the financial sector, which can't make it out to the real economy to actually do any productive labor or manufacturing or anything like that. Well, when you fiscally yeah, spend, yeah. it changes everything because you're putting money directly into me and yours account. Well, we don't yeah, have to go. You, we don't have to go through. People. We don't have to go through loans or yeah, filing. Yeah, there's no banking institution involved mm-hmm. in the equation. But the problem is. It's all artificial because as soon as that money's spent, now what? Now what? It's gone. So now you're stuck in the position where you have to constantly do the fiscal stimulus. That's why you're seeing the big conversation that's still fucking on the burner big time is UBI. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a way to get monthly checks. In California it, is hardcore into I, that right But now. they're using it under the guise right now. They're trying to pass it, if you're following it, uh, the child tax credit, to make it a permanent payout consistently to anybody, I think, under $45,000 a year. But you see, I read an article about how they're screwing people on that. 
were like, well, if you filed under your 2020, but you made more money this year, it's actually, you got paid out too much. You'd have to pay that back. Or if you made less, you know, it's, it's like this total sliding scale now. Uh, the tax season is going to be so messy this year. Well, the, I, I think the government's in a hard spot because if they tax people too much, that means you're going to slow down the economy more. So I think if anything, you're going to see a lack in the lower bracket of people income wise, that's going to get a big break because they need those people out spending capital into the market. Why can't we just go to war and have everybody make tanks? Because <laughs> they don't transmit into the real economy. You can't really buy a tank at the local dealership or ride around town with that bitch. Schindler made well, no, fucking shit you're, that you're, you're they, or pretended to make stuff for the war and fucking saved a lot of people. Yeah, but you got, you're you're <laughs> comparing you're comparing a full fascist economy where the government was allocating money directly to the people they thought hey, they were bullshitting the best. We're heading there. We're heading there. We still have a free yeah, market. Close. We still have a free market. As much as I don't agree with the way Stores. it operates, it's still <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's the freest market you're going to get in the world. Tell you that much. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just cor- it's corrupt, and the, the biggest players are the winners. The more money you have, the more money you can make. That's just how it is. Well, it, it's not even so much money, too. It's influence. I think in a lot of these people's circles, it's not so much oh, the capital in general. The capital gets you the influence, and it gets you shit that no one else is pervy to. Not so much by for, by financial gains, but you think you're changing the world by buying all this fucking influence. Like you get the guys yeah. from um, Davos and shit like that. That all they do is oh, generate you are capital. Changing the world, but not the way you think. Yeah, like you you generate all this capital, and then at a certain point, you generate enough capital where it really doesn't matter. So it's not really the goal anymore. So then all of a sudden, you start getting really greedy with it. You're like, well, fuck, how can I change the actual world? And then you can start buying influence. And I don't know if, if you're on a major power trip, influence in the world is pretty fucking high in the scale of things that would feed your ego. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's got to feel pretty good. I'll admit that. What a dopamine release. Yeah, you know me, fucking young, <laughs> barely legal women you can buy. <laughs> you don't even got to buy them. You just influence the right people, and they just fucking show up like a showroom floor every week. And then you hang oh, yourself yeah. in uh, in the jail cell. Don't worry. You'll be jerking off when you do it. <laughs> it's a sweet yeah, release. Yeah, <laughs> and knuckle frosting. I feel good about myself. It was worth it. Now, I saw a video today with Joe Biden at uh, 37 and Joe Biden at 72. Oof. At 37, he was talking Oof. about running for Congress is really, really expensive, and there's all these people that have the money, but then they want something, and you got to do what you got to do if you want to end up politics. And then they asked Saying him Saying the quiet part out loud. <laughs> yeah, he said that shit back in the day, dude. And now he's all, well, what do you think about, like, uh, uh, elections and corruption? Uh, uh, we just uh, – it's um, – you know, the money's got to come from somewhere. Next question. <laughs> you know, the like, thing God next damn. to the, the thing next. You know, the thing, <laughs> the thing, you do the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what and were you talking about? The bullshit speech. Bill Consby yeah. rant he goes into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gave an open ticket for Putin to invade Ukraine. Well, you know, we can't go around to all the wars and just stuff like that. And the, worst yeah, of the he, world has he, to be able to. He definitely sold. He soft sold something. Oh, yeah, and then they, they came out for damage recovery, which made it so much worse, where everybody's starting to wake up and go, um, there's a problem here, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, there's going to be that 20% of dumbasses that will never come around, but I think that now you're getting that regret is happening. At a, it's, it's, it's accelerating now because people are feeling it in their wallet. They're feeling it everywhere. The misery index is fucking high. Yeah, what the fuck? 
I think it is for people that are actually have families. That's probably super true. But like, like the yeah, remember the demographic of people is more like art right here. They're, they're still living with their mom. They're making decent money for their age, even though stuff's going up. They're not feeling any of the pressure of that equation. Ladies, so. he's single. <laughs> Who wants to be his Bob? You need a bitch on the back. He wants to come in the studio and give Art a kiss. <laughs> uh, you guys really sold it with the whole, hey, he lives with his mom deal. We did. He lives with his mom, so he has a lot of money. Hey, <laughs> A lot of free look capital. At, look at Art. Some of these bitches I'm trying to introduce you to live at home with their mom with two kids, okay? I at least hey, have kept are. myself from hey, that. Or their grandma. I at least have kept myself from that. Yeah. yeah, I think he's, I think that's something wrong. Most of, he's Mexican. Hey, Why hey, doesn't he have like 10 kids already? Hey, most of that is because oh, my mom said as soon as I have kids, she's kicking me out. There's no way I'm bringing him there. Well, that's a good reason to pull out. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work for Mexicans. How old your mom now? 50. She was born in 73, so. Hella young. Uh, I forget. Art's wow, young, yeah. too. Yeah. I, yeah, curious. my mom started having kids at 18. I got a feeling she's going to hit that, that. Your mom is 10 years younger than Noah. Yeah. I got a feeling she's going to hit that crest one day when she's like, fuck working. I'm going to go hang out with my grandkids. It, she it was, has she has the end in sight, well, by the way. It's, she, it, definitely, she definitely has that retirement goal right there. Well, it's hard to tell, dude, because your mom's old school work hard Mexican. Like, like grind it, grind it, grind it, two job type shit. So it's, she, I, there, was a time in a, there was a time and point where she was. Now she's not. Yeah, she's like, what is this? Oh, she... You remember how I told you my mom's a badass? Yeah. She told her manager, I'm not doing the lettuce anymore. Ah. <laughs> oh, and she, and every day she used to do two bags of onions, like chop them up, fucking slice them up for the background. She works in and out. Yeah. <laughs> so she used to do two bags of onions before she went home at 1.30. She told him, fuck you guys, I ain't doing it. I'm done. My back is done. I'll go do some easy shit like all the other kids. I'm surprised you don't have a machine. You just you you just peel the onion really quick and core it out. It's not hard. She's just at the age where her back no, hurts. No, I understand that, but I'm surprised. They, I'm pretty sure someone has a machine that cuts the onion super fast. What do you mean, like slice yeah, or like, like a fucking... slice or diced? Yeah, like like sliced. the grilled onions or both. I mean, well, all it is we is... can send people to the moon. I'm pretty sure pulling off this technology is probably small. All, all they do is core it, peel the top layers off. If it gets sliced, it gets sliced. If it gets chopped, you know. For oh, they decide it. on the spot. When, like when yeah, so order. she knows how much they're going to use oh, for the rest of the day. All right. My mom has been doing it for long enough. She knows that I need to leave eight buckets of chopped and then eight eight things of uh, sliced onions. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then that's going to be enough until tomorrow, and then tomorrow I'll come back in. Well, how much is your mom's mortgage now? It's going to be a lot cheaper. 900 bucks. Yeah. She's like fucking just. She's cruising. Yeah, is she still doing her well, side gig? A slap chop. I mean, yeah, she does. Can't you just slap chop that shit up? I mean, for the dice. And well, yeah, but I mean, if there's a slap chop. Well, I mean, like, but like you're pulling it down yeah, yeah. and you're you're doing the manual labor. You're doing the manual labor, and she does say that she's like, I'm done. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, twenty years of lifting onions. I mean, that's ten pound bags, right? I don't remember how be, I don't remember how heavy they were. But yeah, she got well, to the point where. Her she, back. Yeah, she got to the point where she 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 tells her managers, she's like, no. Nah. See, you know what? There's a lot to be said about your mom though for the fact that she worked out. Of, she's working at a fast food place for a minute. Bought a house still, financed it, fiscally spent her money correctly. Got the oh, house. Oh no. Oh no. Shit. No. They My they bad. bought that. Oh, spoke too soon. They bought the house. My parents bought the house. 
And then they spent a lot of money. Fixing it and doing shit to it? Fixing it, doing shit to it, but also on other stuff. Yeah. I don't know exactly the whole story. But she still has but a she house. Always, but she always said that it was, she always spent, racked up her credit cards to feed and clothe us. It was never to do. Dumb shit. Dumb shit. That's what she says. Again, growing up, I remember getting fed and well, yeah. obviously because I'm well, not big, that, but you can always pick, <laughs> but you can always pick apart someone's credit card statement and find things that they spend on themselves. I and mean, that's inevitable. Yeah. Well, she and when I remember going out and, you know, we would go out, she would take us to the movies. But it was whenever we went to the movies, we were watching two movies. We'd come out of one always. and sneak into the other. Hell one. Yeah. Back in the day when you could do that shit. Uh huh. Yeah, now you prepay for the seat. Like, they fucking know. Like, hey, that motherfucker's not supposed to be there. Yeah, so this was back in the day where we would do that kind of shit. And then, uh, so they, she went, well, both my parents went through a period where we were all growing up and they were spending. And they definitely did not have the capital to be spending what they were spending, but Ooh. they were doing it anyway. Sounds like good old American dream is what it sounds like. Oh, 100%. 100%. They got the house and they started spending. And then... Uh, no regrets. So I'll put it to you like this. Her mortgage is $900 because it's a 30-year loan, but the total mortgage <laughs> amount is 160 They bought the house for 150 Oh, shit. They, yeah, we did that in the beginning. We pulled against her house twice and I had a fucking... Work my ass off to get it back down. Yeah, so so her mortgage is really low, but she also owes yeah. the still she still owes the same amount well, I think as it, when we bought the house. In, I think everybody yeah, makes that mistake. Or as, oh yeah, the house is definitely worth more than that. Well, not that she's too, even but, thought she's even thought about selling it and going to somewhere else. And I'm like, uh, are you yet. no? Well, it's a good time to sell, not a good time to buy. Yes, big time. But anyways, where's she gonna go though? She would go to a bigger house. Yeah, I don't want that. No, and I've even talked to her against it because she's like, "You're better well, if, right now." Like, if you just do an extra four hundred dollars a month on top of that on a principal, it fucking crushed the house down to like a fifteen year loan or less. A hundred percent. Yeah. Why don't you do that? She said she doesn't want to. Oh, she's cruising. My mom said she said she doesn't want to. to. She's do cruising. This. <laughs> yeah, but it's her I talked to her. You I can't told... fucking tell her what to do. <laughs> but I, talk... I heard she's a bad bitch. She, she is. is. Yeah, no doubt. I've yeah, talked to her and I'm like, hey, shit. what if I just put another... throw a hand carved chunk out your head? <laughs> well, I told her I would give her an extra thousand dollars so she can pay down the mortgage. That'd be huge, man. Yeah. And, but she was like, no, because she doesn't. I don't know. But you got she doesn't she doesn't understand that whole thing of paying I'm helping down the... you. I'm not that, but I'm you helped me my entire life. I'm going to help you now before I fucking before I dip out and do my own thing. Yeah. I, I, that's it's a good way to explain it. Man, it. Hey, I'm I'm paying it forward. Yeah. So. Like, oh look, you guys, hey, you guys have someone in the super me. chat. Oh what? You guys have someone in the super chat. Yeah, but like, it's a whole idea. You raised me not to be a crackhead. Let me show you my gratitude. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Soft puppy ear says the baby's almost asleep. I'm gonna call. Mm. He's yeah, on the me. phone right now. <laughs> I heard. Yeah. <laughs> You're confusing me. Did you get a time machine now? Yeah. So. That so she, they definitely spent a lot more than they than they had. I think that's every parent though, man. Everybody's faulty that every, even me. Like yeah. fuck, that's like, it's an easy trap to get into out living outside your means. That's the American dream is living outside your means. Mm-hmm. Let me get oh, as yeah. many as much debt that I can't handle and see what if I can lift it. But there's pros and cons to that. The pro is it's going to force you into working more productively. So it actually feeds the economy to the degree, but it also at the sacrifice of your personal freedom. 
Yeah. Yeah, like homeboy that was talking about living in a van by the river. Yeah. That's a rough You can't go. do it. Nope. Wouldn't you like to? That'd be nice to just cut loose and live in a motorhome. If I didn't have kids, I think I could make a compelling argument to the old lady. <laughs> Maybe not for a permanent, but for like, you know, for like, like three months, just do something like that. That'd be wild. Like getting a van is fucking yeah. traveling across the U.S. Just need a lot of heated blankets, heating pads. It'd be cool to kind of do that and then uh, just set up quick recordings anywhere. Just fucking boom. I like a little mobile studio. That'd be cool. You just pull it out. It looks like you're in a studio, but you're actually outside. Yeah. <laughs> what would be dope, too, is if you built a big enough channel, you could pull it off where you're hitting up clubs and just hit the venue for the night and tell them, hey, let me get, like, an odd spot that no one's going to be here and let me film a podcast. I imagine they they let you do it for a small price. Most likely. Yeah, and, and, and anybody coming in taking a drink or whatever, they get to fucking watch it. Either they're going to hate it or going to like it. And hear it. Yeah, it'd be like a good way to promote your band to like an underground scene to it. Uh, not your band, but your podcast to an underground scene, actually. You get all the fucking degenerate yeah. fucking drunks that should be out doing something productive, but they're at a shithole rundown comedy club that has nothing going on. <laughs> other than some podunk fucking uh, podcast going on. Bunch of retards. It's a modern day band. No doubt, man. Is there anything else you wanted to cover, Mike? Uh, no, it was just that, and Biden stuttering, and, uh, uh, next week we'll play that video of the, uh, real storming of the Capitol in another country. We're going to show that. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see that, dude? Did, uh, did you watch no. the video? No. No. Uh, I know wait, which one? So there's a clip or whatever, uh, Bulgarian people storming their Capitol, like, happened, like, a couple days ago. You want to see what storming the Capitol looks like? That's a good example of what it looks like. It was fucking wild. These fuckers are going ham against the fucking blockade of police and just pushing them the fuck down. Yeah. Yeah, like when I hear people freak out about January 6th, it's like, you want to see what a real storm in the Capitol looks like? This is what it looks like. Not some dude showing up doing selfies, fucking around playing Spider-Man in the front of the facility. <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah, guys get no, the text that I sent you? Me? Both of you. Uh, I, I Mike said something about it. I don't remember what it was. It's basically saying that the COVID shot and or the boosters, uh, any reaction you get from that is from the placebo effect. That's what I would say if I was a fucking pharmaceutical <laughs> company. Oh, it's not the shot. We give you salt water in this one. Really? Uh, Can I see the test number? No. Case, that's what I do. They weren't clear with the numbers, but 12 people got the placebo. So probably out of like a thousand people. What did they put in the placebo? COVID-19 vaccine? <laughs> the and they said the placebo? they develop <laughs> headaches and typical symptoms. And I'm like, well, if, when every fucking thing is a symptom of COVID. Yeah. Are you getting a booster? No. I mean, would you? Just I just got the two and I'm not doing the whole thing. Oh, he's thing. never going to have kids now. <laughs> I'm going to tell your mom. <laughs> uh, she got it right He wants to live I with did. her forever. <laughs> after she found out that I got it, she got it. You poor son of a bitch. Your mom probably should have got it at her age. Honestly. She was against it for the longest time. Yeah, but if... if Even there, though my sister was pushing hard... If there was a demographic of people, it would be your mom, hands down. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean... Older. I'm, yeah. yeah. No, older, is she going out and running around doing marathons? No. Okay, then. She's probably in the demographic that needs to be getting it. Yeah, so... All right, guys. I got to do. I will see you next week. All right. All right, man. Later. 
Yeah, so I don't know if me getting it convinced, because I was always, like, super against it. Well, the best thing about the, the vaccine, you won't get COVID from it. 100% you won't get COVID. <laughs> until the until the pandemic ends and the endemic starts. <laughs> until you get COVID. Yeah. Was that your first time getting COVID? Yeah. Yeah, you got the Omicron shit, though. You got the lightweight. Probably, I got yeah. the lightweight stuff. You just blew through it. No, it was a vaccine. The vaccine helped you out. That's what they said. That's what I would say if I was selling a product. Yeah, they were like, hey. It totally was it, ours. You might get it, but you'll get less sim- or less of your symptoms. Is there any way to actually measure that? No. But if we say it, nobody can disprove it. If we say it long enough and hard yeah. enough, people will believe if it. If we pay enough media corporations to say this consistently, there's going to be enough morons that believe this, and we can continue to push our product. Like the most effective drug dealers. They have the media championing on their behalf to sell fucking... Aren't they drug dealers? Isn't, isn't a vaccine the a legal drug? Isn't drug a, dealer. It's illegal. Well, it's funny. Now they change the name, the, the termination of vaccine. It no longer offers a sterilization. It may... Re- I forgot what the fucking bullshit terminology... Wait, what? What's that? What, pull up the new definition for vaccine. What the fuck? Yeah. They changed it to something else. So that it would fit the parameters of the definition <laughs> of a vaccine? Of the new vaccine. Yeah, check this out. Updated two weeks. You want to read that, babe? A substance used to stimulate the production of antibodies to provide immunity against one or several diseases. Prepared from the causative agent of a disease, its products or a synthetic substitute. Treated to act as an antigen without inducing the disease. See, they probably added the synthetic substitute. Well, no, that's that's not the updated version. The updated version... It, it doesn't say immunity anymore. They removed that part of the equation. Mm. So it says something else. I Let's forgot. go to the Merriam-Webster because they're woke as fuck. Okay. A preparation that is administered yeah. as See? by injection to stimulate the body's immune response against a specific infection's agent or disease such as... You see how there's no word immunity there anymore? Well, it says Im- <laughs> stimulate the immune response, but it's basically not saying it'll give you immunity. Yeah. So remember, vaccines give you immunity. They give you sterilization. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we got to fucking just delete this word really quick, and we're done. Now it's a cat with glasses. How cute. Oh, my God. You know what I've looked at at the media more than anything nowadays? It's, to me, like, I, I'll watch it in this weird comedic fashion. Like, it's, think of, like, a parade. Where people put a ton of money into it, and it, but it doesn't really do anything other than make people feel good or feel bad, depending on give what something, the, give someone, give something, give someone something to do on a like afternoon on a Sunday. Yeah, like that. But imagine if the parade was like pushed. Like imagine, okay, here let's give a better framing. Imagine if the NRA did a parade. You automatically know that there's some kind of agenda, technically related to guns. Mm-hmm. You can you can already model whatever technically it is. So. You have this big fancy ordeal that goes on, and people are paying for it, but it's a one-time shot. So, but now all of a sudden, if you would view the media through something, some something similar, where the entire media is this giant parade that that constantly goes on, and his money's always funded to it, it's almost like farcical when you think about it. How fucking over the top it is, because if you really like start to look at it, it's over the top as fuck. Because like, podcasts more than anything have stripped away a lot of that bullshit facade that all the makeup, all the makeup apparatus that's applied to media has been stripped away from podcasts. You get real conversations that no one scripted. It fucking goes wherever it goes. Com- conversations get brung up wherever they get brung up. But just looking at that, I was like, that is like the biggest bullshit parade that constantly gets funded. And it doesn't, it, it doesn't actually really generate revenue. It doesn't do anything. 
Like if you think about what that it scares people into spending money. Well, not even that, but if you think it's about, almost like advertising. But if you think about podcasts, <laughs> like the way podcasts are set up, the pay structure is totally different. The pay structure is ponied up from the individual. But if you get a media, the media is forced. Like the, you see that splice, that that splice where it shows all the Pfizer commercials, brought to you by Pfizer, brought to you by Pfizer. Oh, that, I heard, I saw that. Yeah. So if if backed by that entity, you're 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 automatically close the allowable conversation window to certain things that are off topic because due to the funding. And I think podcasts have shown more than anything. Like a lot of that's bullshit. Like a lot of stuff you see is not legit because of that. There's, there's there, there it's, it's captured regulation where they, the entity that's funding it has captured it and not, it's not allowing to objectively do journalism in any fashion. But like this, you have to see it firsthand. Like you have a ton of independent journalists now that are all independent hundred percent. Like back in the day, back in the day, and you get to kind of follow a lot of stuff, and it's like fuck, it's it's awesome stuff. Like Substack's a goldmine for awesome journalists. It's where all the freelance journalists go, and you just kick them a fucking and not that, but since you're paying them directly, there's no other middleman. Like the whole industry's been cut off from the middleman. So before you the the business funding the media empire was the middleman facilitating what who got paid what and what's allowed to be said. Now all of a sudden you have independent journalists where you're paying them directly. And they're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want off of that. That YouTube's the same thing. It's it's all crowdsourced at the individual level. So the cost the costs aren't bloated like they'd be in a corporation. Yeah, but it's a little regulated too. Not do you think this is regulated? No, I meant like YouTube. You think YouTube is gonna let you get Look that? at the wild shit we talk about, we never get cut off of YouTube. You haven't gotten cut off, but you're not big enough. Because you have a Mexican in the I know, studio. But, but there's other alternatives. You have Rumble. There's, there's. Other I know what I, I know what you're saying is, but, but what I'm saying is the problem I have. I still watch YouTube, but I've also seen YouTube kind of. They they have their algorithms that block certain yeah. content. I'm, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that for a second. I'm so. not saying that doesn't happen. They're a private business. They're going to do some bullshit like that. Yeah. And not only that, but when, when they're coming from that side of the aisle, they're going to have a ton of built-in bias factors. We're, this, this is what gets me with a lot of these media companies. They take the position that they're not biased. This is the right opinion. No. I, I know, but that's the position they take. Like, if you if you get into any conversation that leans to the left side of the aisle, the only conversation that is correct is the one we're talking about. And if you go outside of that, that just means you're wrong. We shouldn't address the way we're looking at it. You're the one that's looking at it wrong. It, it creates a weird asymmetry to the equation. Yeah, I know you were saying that you watch it from time to time, but I can't even watch it anymore. What mainstream? Yeah, any sort of any sort you gotta of watch main... it as a joke. The Kay. problem is, it, it's How a joke until it, it just annoys me. That's what makes I'm it. I'm with hilarious. him on that. It's it's, it, it's just annoying at this point. It's like it's not like even watching, funny. It's like beating a dead horse at this point. When you can predict what someone is gonna say, <laughs> and there lies the fucking key yeah, point when, of the when, equation. When you can predict what the narrative is gonna be. Why the fuck am I watching? Well, it's like the whole thing with, like, Hannity. I, mean, I used to make that joke with you. It's like, that guy, I could regurgitate his talking points. The socialist, left, Democrat, Marxist are trying to take... Say, like, shut the fuck up. Sit down, fucking white bread. Like, <laughs> l- let me listen to somebody else a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, the right's always going to back their side up, and the left's always going to back their side up, and... Well, that's why... Uh, that's why I, I always... I, when I would talk to you in bullshit, I was like, you got to pick the best parts. Like... Just don't pick them. Think about them logically. Make sure they make understand. You can't just take a position and not figure out how to actually would go into practical application. Like, 
So if you if the left has a good position but it requires a lot of capital, then you got to start asking the questions like, okay, how's this going to get funded? The government's funding it. Oh shit, there's going to be a ton of fucking bureaucracy money tied up, and when it gets misallocated, it's going to keep expanding to regulate the bureaucracy that's not doing its job, and it just keeps perpetually being a thing out from the epicenter of that, like the bullet train. That is the train nowhere. <laughs> that's what I call it now. The, the bullet train, train. nowhere. The train to nowhere. I can't wait till they make the documentary about the amount of embezzlement that happened on that train. Well, I've never heard about that, but I have seen, I saw a thing that it was like an article that said that there's parts of land they had that they have yet to buy that they plan of going through. Yeah. They haven't even paid for the land yet. When they, when they say it was going to be done, like two or three years or whatever the fuck it was. Like two or three years after they started or Something like, like two that. or three years ago. I don't know. They just keep pushing the they just keep pushing the goalpost. They, well, they, they, they have a planning the time committee. And the amount of money they need. Yeah. You just keep pushing that higher and farther out. Yeah. So what's up with all the train robberies in Southern California right now? That's a thing. Oh, oh big time. What? Stealing uh, trains? No. Okay, uh, so what's happening is these are like things carrying cargo items or item goods that people bought through Amazon. So they, they figured out where they're out in the carts and they jump on there and fucking open up the doors and steal the Amazon packages. So those are like rail yards full of like trash, cardboard boxes all cut up and left on the ground. The funniest thing, you know what the number one left behind item was? COVID-19 uh, vaccination test or COVID-19 test. <laughs> out of all the things that had, there was tons of that shit there. Like, Which is dumb because you could sell those to people that are like, I need one. You think people in the hood are giving a fuck about COVID-19? Not in the hood, but somebody- Okay, so if you're stealing shit from the Amazon train or whatever the fuck, how many of those people are living in Granite Bay? They're going to know some people that don't want to buy it. Bullshit. They're going to hear- Daryl every- doesn't know anybody in fucking South Sac. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody in South Sac. He ain't got any anybody. You just pretend. Oh, he's he one of those uppity Mexicans, isn't he? He is. No, I'm, I'm I'm one of those privileged Mexicans that didn't have to grow up in South Sac. <laughs> wow. I grew up in Hoseville. You know what you should do now that I think about it? You should now, your age now, go move out to where we used to live and hang yeah. out. And you can live the rest of your and time hang out, out there. right there? Yeah. Uh. You probably get a reasonably priced house. I'll get broken into every time you go to work. <laughs> <laughs> that's because why you're I the only that's one why in the neighborhood that does there. work? <laughs> yeah. No oh, shit. Man. Yeah, like this guy has a lot of nice shit. Yeah, he does. You can maybe get yourself a, a wife, one of my cousins or sisters, stepsisters. That <laughs> there you go. You could be, you can't be first, but you could be the next baby daddy. Um, they they cook and they clean, but they don't they work. Cook. It's legit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm thinking. I was surprised you didn't spend more time at a Catholic fucking uh uh Catholic church. That's where no one hit me. I did. You, you don't Growing up, we uh, not anymore. Are you over religion? In, a way, in a way. Mexicans always really, have it, but like that doesn't mean like we're like strict about it anymore, especially new Mexicans. We were strict on it growing up, so it's kind of just beaten into my head that uh, there is, you know, the whole Jesus thing. Jesus. But, uh, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, but we did we did the whole... Uh, like catechism thing or whatever the fuck it's called. I can't remember. Damn, but now we, you're fucking phony Mexicans, which you are. We did, we did all that, <laughs> we did all that shit, and then uh, what the hell are you talking about? So did our kids? Yeah, they phoned that shit in. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> they did it. Every kid them. phones kid. it in. <laughs> Do you remember all the shit that you learned? I remember the hot chick that I was like, uh, there you about. go. 
There you go. We all phone it in. Yeah, that's all, that's about as much as I remember. <laughs> no shit. I thought you would. I thought you were still dipping to church once in a minute. I've been tempted to go back. To find a wife. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> uh, I can see you saying. Wait, that I want to know. Wait, I have a question for him. What is what is your idea of what kind of woman would you look for? No idea. No idea. What What do no you want? Idea. And what qualities do you want? No. Or do idea. you just want her to be hot? No idea. <laughs> okay, I, well, I can honestly say I he's open minded. No <laughs> I can honestly he's looking say for a guy who knows what he wants. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. No, I can honestly say that I. I don't really think about what I want. I just meet people and just make it a judgment call. Make a judgment call. Fast and quick judgment call. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's honestly it, it it would take a conversation or two for me to know. Okay, that's what, good. He what I want because if I'm gonna, I know for sure I don't want something that's empty. Okay, so if I can't have a you conversation, can you can fill it with a lot of cum. You just fucking. Just. That means that <laughs> I meant like I meant like. If all our conver- if all our conversations are like, hey, look at this TikTok, that's I know. 100%. I'm going to give you some bad news about what it's like to be married. That's what it's like. I don't even have a girlfriend. You're talking to me about getting married. Look at this cat video. I don't give a fuck about them cats. Someone Bitch, do you remember them. when you were showing me all those fucking little fox videos all the time? So don't talk to me about hey, my goddamn cat that videos. That is a rare instance, so you should appreciate that when no, I do No, because then you'll move on to some other fuzzy animal and be like, well, look at this arctic polar bear puppy. I have this thing puppy. with, like, fucking weasels. You ever seen a oh weasel? Oh, my God, fucking dude. weasels is a shit. <laughs> you ever seen? You ever? Uh, no. <laughs> so weasels, like, small to fit in the palm of your hand. They're fucking stupid fast. Like hummingbird fast is what we got to think of. Mm-hmm. These fuckers are fucking awesome. And they're like little crackheads. Yeah. They're fucking awesome. They're hella funny. Oh, my God. They're like little rats. I, I I don't really watch like animal videos, but I'll go down a fucking rabbit hole of watching videos. And he'll make me videos. watch it. He'll be like, hey, look, look at this, this video. Look at this fucking weasel. <laughs> this thing's fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, because they, they're fucking, they're pranksters. They fuck around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so like you'll be doing something, they'll come around and fuck around with whatever you're doing and kind of like. Like, playingly do it. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, I, I remember watching uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Nope. There's weasels in it, and they're like pranksters, fucking assholes in it. And I, I used to laugh as a kid. I didn't quite get it. And then when I started watching all these weasel videos, I was like, holy shit. They fucking. Was, they do exist. Yeah, <laughs> they do exist. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like he's not very judgy. He doesn't, like, have a set. He's not like Kayla, where he's like, I want her to be this tall, this color. Make this kind of money. So he's not judgy. So he doesn't care if they're ugly. So I just want to let you know I have some cousins and some stepsisters. <laughs> he's going to care if they're ugly. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. In the beginning, like, this is amazing. And he's like, ah, how about this? The conversations <laughs> won't be empty. You can U- ugly, people, about, ugly people have You can great talk about drinking Decate. You can talk about watching soccer. Fuck how it. much you love the Raiders. <laughs> All the stereotypes. <laughs> hey, motherfucker! I guarantee if you're well, the asking. The problem is, the problem is, I fit the stereoty- stereotype. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna check off a lot of boxes for you. <laughs> there you go. You can watch yeah, soccer on the weekend and drink the cocktail. Dude, I found out Noah was a Raiders fan. I was like, no way. Yeah. Marry this guy. Fucking Raiders left. Fuck him. Over him. So bad. Yeah. Yeah. He's Just because they left. Yeah, motherfucker. We support the shit out of him. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and they just fucking like, see you later. What did our support do for them? I don't know. You know, <laughs> what, you know what they were? They're the hot bitch that you date and you're pouring a ton of money into her because you think there's some kind of potential and she's sucking your dick hella good, so you're bought into it for a minute. 
Then all of a sudden, like one day you get home and her shit's packed. She's packing her shit up. She's like, I'm leaving. I found something better. This fuck didn't even think twice. It's like, fuck them out. We all want them to do better. <laughs> uh, I hope they fucking just suck. Fuck them. Made it to the playoffs. Hope they lose fucking they horribly. They already did. They already okay. did. There. That's what you get, motherfuckers. Hopes and dreams crushed day by day. You're going to get stabbed on your 40th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, no idea. Okay. No idea. I can honestly say I have no idea. Nothing. Are you, you even looking? It? Not really. I can honestly say I'm not even really looking. I. I mean, if I that's, a, that's I when you like find I them. F- well, I would have broke down and bought some pussy at your point. <laughs> like, yeah, let I, me I, you know what? You know what the hours. funny thing is? I I remember someone told me that at one point. I think they I told were like, you're too. gonna get. I think you're gonna get old enough, and you're just gonna break down and pay for it. Fuck it. I mean, isn't that what you do with your wife? In a way. No, yeah. I'm talking to no one. Yeah, you pay for it, but the cost is way higher. <laughs> it's not and not that, but the ramifications long term, like they produce kids and a bunch of other shit happens. Yeah. Hey, I didn't blow up after I had kids, okay? I wasn't one of those Mexicans, so yeah, you're I welcome. Punch you in the stomach, make you throw up your food. <laughs> the fuck you doing eating that candy? No one said you can eat that. Her diabetes said no. Bullshit. I was low on sugar. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm not allowed to have fat diabetes. Only, only the diabetes I came with. No mm. clue, man. You haven't put any, any thought into it? Not really. See, but you're not even on the scene trying to talk to girls either, though. Not really either. You're going to be a little, that lonely hermit that jerks off to weird porn. That's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> this is an accepting what, I, what my life is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Oh, man. I'm surprised your mom hasn't gave you any shit. She does. Okay, I say Mexico mom probably all over. No, one hundred percent she does. <laughs> your sister give me any shit? All of them. Oh, that's the best. Fucking uh, nice, uncomfortable it, uh... Christmas. No, for my <laughs> birthday, what the fuck did I get? I want to say my mom ended up buying me like this fucking cologne, and my younger <laughs> sister looks at me and she's like, "Is that the fucking get a girlfriend fucking starter kit? <laughs> Three flowers, fucking cologne." <laughs> Yeah, I was like, damn. Has your mom ever asked like hella rude questions? Like, okay, if you're gay, you could just tell me. Like, <laughs> she hasn't asked that question. <laughs> Not yet. Give it a few years, maybe. That's she will. A, yeah, like because they hold. start they start like getting worried and shit. I see you hanging with the white ball all the time. What's that about? <laughs> I mean, you know how to take it there? <laughs> is your grandma still alive? Do you have a abuelita? Yeah, but I don't see her a lot. Okay, because she's like, in Mexico. It, my grandma, Grandma Beans, was from Mexico, and like when I wasn't married by like twenty two, she was fucking grilling me. Really? Like it was bad. Yeah. We never really. Well, we. I always saw yeah, my my paternal grandmother, but we never really talked. I think. And Ray, we we never were really like uh, that part of the family was never really that close. I think they thought Raina was gay for a minute. And they did think I was gay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They brought home some fucking stud white dude. And they're like, oh, no. She's My grandma a, was so happy that he was white. She's getting lumberjacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grandma, grandma was happy that he was white. Uh, yeah, because I was the baby of my my um, generation. Mm-hmm. So I was the last cousin born. There was a few that was adopted later, but that <laughs> shit don't count. Grandma didn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandma did actually care, but um, I was the baby, so she was always waiting for me to have kids from, like, I don't know, fucking 17 and on. I don't know, some kind of crazy bullshit. Yeah. My uh, 
my grandma on my mom's side, she has said something before in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we don't really talk that much and she's in Mexico. But they talk she shit, was, dude. But she, when she was here, she was like, man, when are you going to have some kids and find yourself a woman and have some kids? And I'm like, uh, not right now. So have you seen American women? These things are high maintenance. It's a have high you seen young women nowadays? Oof. Dude, I get to hear it from fucking Kayla and Crystal. And they, 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 they ain't no spring chickens. Well, Kayla's only like a few years younger than me. Tits is almost 10 years younger than me. Yeah, I, they got some horror stories, but it's weird. Like, they're chasing all this other weird shit. Have you tried going on a date at all on, a, on an app? Not recently. On an app? No. Fuck, why not? I don't know. What's the worst that's going to happen? I don't know. I'm just. I don't know what I'm doing. And at the point, uh, to the point where, okay, to the, I look don't know what I'm, look, junior. I don't know what I'm when doing. When you don't know what you're doing, what's the best way to figure it out? I don't know what I am doing. I know where I'm at professionally, but like in terms of my, the rest of my life, I just personal. don't know where I'm at. Yeah. Your personal life. My personal life. I just don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Try going on a date. You might just meet a girl that's fun to hang out with. I mean, that could happen. Yeah. Worst is going to happen. Keep in mind, like, don't pay for a lot. Well, no shit. Yeah. So. I know that much. Yeah. Hey, trust me. I know that much. Okay, this fool was taking me on like $100, $200 sushi fucking dates. But they weren't even dates. We were just friends. Yeah, I wasn't. We're, how many times did I make a move on you? Yeah, you didn't. You didn't until we went to the zone ball. Yeah, you were putting your titties out there. I was like, I'm going to touch these. <laughs> you can't be doing that. Can't put that much titty out there and not expect somebody to I didn't even have titties back then. <laughs> I thought they were. <laughs> I was hella. That's when I was skinny. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'd give it a try, dude. Fuck it. And you're probably right, but well, what's worst so worst is gonna happen? You get rejected. Ooh. You know, Big believe deal. it or not, Noah, people don't like that shit. Like what? Getting rejected. Getting rejected. I honestly don't give a shit. If you're a guy, that's like part of your fucking DNA. Is like rejected. I, yeah, I that's a potential yes. Let me try again. That's, that's how it goes. Okay, so it's, a, so it's a no. All right, fuck you then. Well, it's See, women are weird because women are never clear with what a no is. So to them, it might be a no, but there might be a lot of the other factors that they're being stupid about. But as time goes on, like I remember Raina shot me down in the beginning or whatever the fuck it was. Like, whatever. And then it fucking worked out. Wait, what? Just kidding. <laughs> women, women aren't just... I don't think women do a good job of making a clear decision right away. They get too emotional about the decision is what it is. And then they'll turn around and backtrack on it. But guys, guys are pretty much straight shooters from the point. Yeah. The guy that I've become, that I've become now, yeah. I used to be a little bitch. Yeah. We've established this. I was slowly chipped away all the fucking roundness and made mm -hmm. a fucking little nice knife. Yeah. It's easy. It makes things easy when you cut straight to the point. Yeah. You move all the bullshit from the equation. I don't know. I just uh I'm surprised Will doesn't have any Will's old lady doesn't have any friends. Uh they're kinda like married though, so they're out of that whole fucking Yeah. They don't go out and do shit really, huh? Not really. Yeah. They don't seem like bar hoppers or anything like that. No. Yeah, I don't know. What you doing? Well, I was going to go yell at the dogs, but then I realized it would show up on the podcast, so I fucking just... <laughs> Don't your shoe at him. Quietly told the kids to let them out of their cage, and we know my dog's going to perch his ass up right against this door. 
<laughs> so what, what's it been like now managing the team now that you've got? Now that I've kind of gotten the hang of it a little bit? Yeah. What's the human side of the equation like to you? What do you mean the human side? Like the personal interactions? I think I've, I, I think the guys. I just hope I gave you a blue, a good blueprint on what not to do. What do you mean? I, I don't think I ever handled personal inter- interactions with anybody good. I was just, I don't give a shit. Just get it done. <laughs> <laughs> like you can keep that shit. Say it to your old lady. I don't give a fuck. Take, go home and tell her how mad at you are. Like, <laughs> I think Rob probably for the first two months probably went home and fucking was like, this guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> just told his wife all the time. Oh, shit. You see how it goes. And then I meet their wives. He's like, he's not that bad. It's like, oh, get to know him. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. I don't know how the other guys feel about me. In terms of how they feel about me. It doesn't matter how they feel about you. It matters that they, they judge. They they take your judgment as quality. That's the only they thing do. that really matters. That's at the end of they the day. Do. At the end of the day, you're not gonna it's the whole idea is like your job's not to win everybody over. Your job is to make everybody efficient. So if someone hates you, that's just the way it is. I I can't be the fucking the president where I'm trying to win over ninety percent of the population. All I'm gonna do is get who's in agreement with me and then try to be as fair as I can and keep everybody as productive. Because it, it, if you can manage the two other parts of the equation with being fair and productive, then a lot of people don't give a shit how you are because they understand at the end of the day you do have what it, what you see isn't what you, what it is a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And that I think that's a huge part of it a lot of times. Do you have any horror stories of road tests with customers yet? Yes. Uh, the customer that was a musician and he could hear a high pitched noise coming from his brand new 2021 Corolla. Oh, this is awesome. Go on. <laughs> Do tell. Yeah. <laughs> we went around the corner and he, and so I test drove it. Couldn't hear anything. It sounded like a normal Corolla. He was like, you don't hear that, that weird noise. And I'm like, no, sir. He was like, well, we're going to have to figure this out. Cause I know that's not normal. Uh-huh. First thing he says in the first thing he says, when we get into the car, uh, well, my mom has like a 2015 Camry, so I know what Toyotas are supposed to sound like. What are we talking about? That would have been my immediate response. What are we doing? I didn't call him out on it. I'm just <laughs> like, okay, well, you, we got to duplicate the concern in order for me to, yeah, you know, address move it. forward. And uh, so I want to know, you know, what you, what you are experienced in order for me to try to fix it. <coughs> I didn't, you know, full on just go after him right away. But then we went on a test drive. And he starts accelerating, and he's just like, that right there. You don't hear that? You don't hear that little high-pitched wind, that the high-pitched whine? No. I just hear regular engine noise. That sounds to me like a normal engine. Well, we make it to the stop sign. We go around the turn. Right there. You don't hear that? No, sir. I don't hear that. It sounds normal to me. That sounds like a normal uh, Corolla to yeah. me. Well, he's like, well, we didn't even make it, like, outside the auto mall because we were pulling back in. And he's like, well, I'm going to need to talk to a manager. Because this is not normal. <laughs> and this is not supposed to happen. I'm like, this is a brand new car. I paid yada, yada, yada. Oh, this is not normal. All right. Well, I'll, we can go. We, I can go get one of my managers and he can. you can talk to him about this. Because I was like, oh, I don't know what you want me to do about this. Because to me, this is this is a normal Corolla. This yeah. sounds completely normal. Uh, Mike wasn't there, so I go get Cole. 
Oh, I can only imagine the shit he spun on this dude. So I went in the I went into the office and he's like, and I'm just like, hey, I got this customer that wants to talk to you. <laughs> uh, he's saying his Corolla is making a weird noise. I told him it was normal and he wants to talk to a manager. He's like, all right. I'm like, he's on the drive. He comes out with me, talks to the customer. Hey, so you're experiencing something? He's like, yeah, I just need a manager to drive with me so I can explain it to them. Like, and then they get in the car and they leave. I go back. I go back to doing what I was doing. I was just like, all right, I'm done. We used to go into Cole's office or whoever was the manager at the time and be like, "Hey, this person's got buyer's remorse." That's all we would say. Like, ah, fuck. Well, the worst is anybody who's an audio engineer, where the fuck it is, dude. It's like, come on. Well, he never told me he was a musician, but uh, probably told Cole. No, I don't think he told Cole. So the story continues because Cole goes on a test drive. He comes back. And he comes up to me. He's like, why are you pissing off customers? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I told the dude that it was normal. I'm just, I'm just trying to make your day spicy, dude. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we bullshitted a little bit. And then we went about. And then he came back. Because he still was not happy. After wow. driving it for two more days. Okay. I thought there was something that makes a high-pitched noise, though. You, it's well, just normal. normal. It's just normal engine. Yeah. Our, our, what makes the noise, though? A lot just of different the, things. Just the mechanical operation of the engine, though. Not only that, but air passing, pa- air going across the butterfly valve in the throttle body. Okay. Get a little bit so there too. you go. Because that used to be explained to me, and I would tell the customer, but yes, it's not you're also hearing th- the noise, but it's normal, and this is why. This but is it's what not it's doing. also that, too. you got other factors. RPMs go up. Alternators, gonna, everything's going to pick up and frequency. Yeah, we haven't made cars 100% soundproof. Yeah. No, exactly. But you explain things like that to customers now. A guy says it, they're gonna, they're gonna hear, they're gonna hear it and be like, "Oh, okay, good." I'm, I, at least it's something. They just want to know that yes, I'm hearing something and that it's normal. Just saying that's normal. You didn't, you didn't like, you know, communicate. I would have had some smart ass comments. What the problem was? I'm sure you would. Now, if I had told a customer, <laughs> you hear that? yeah, it sounds like the air passing through your head because there's nothing there. Yeah, oh, this no. dude had a giant ass head. Oh, oh I would have, I would have hella leaned into that. He had a giant head. You get a girl out there explaining shit like this and why it's supposed to be normal. Well, no, no, no I gotta go talk to a manager. <laughs> I can't wait till the day you get kicked out of a car. That's gonna be fucking. Oh, I'm nice. waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm excited. I'm wearing, Disagree I'm re- with me? Nope. I'm, I'm, not doing I'm excited for the day to, for, for it to happen. <laughs> Anyways, because uh, it's gonna be a hell of a story. Anyways, so he comes back two days later. Oh God! He's yelling at one of the other service advisors. He's like, I'm having a shitty day. Yada, yada, yada. I just bought this car. It makes all this kind of weird noise. And the advisor, he comes up to me. Uh, we were talking about it after. He's like, I just looked at him and like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm good, by the way. And just keeps, <laughs> just writes up the car. He puts it in RQ. I see it. As soon as I see it, I know who it is. I run up to the front because I'm like, there's no way that I'm driving this car again because the guy was getting ready to leave. He was getting a lift out of there. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I was like, no, you got to get Mike in here and get him on a test drive with the manager because I'm done. I'm, there's nothing I could do about this. Yeah, the guy doesn't like my my explanation. Yeah. So I call, the, I call Mike. He brings, you know, he, he's like, well, I'm at Kia right now, so I'll be up there in, a, in like 20 minutes. I'm like, well, you got to go on a drive with him because he's not happy with my answer. Then he goes on a drive with Mike. Mike explains to him that it's normal. He gets in the car, apparently. The guy drives it one way, and then Mike's like, "This is normal," so he calls the the sales the sales manager. Oh shit! And he's like, "Hey, do you have another twenty twenty one Corolla?" He's like, "Yeah, you got this one." Okay, so they go drive that one, and he drives it a completely different way. 
like babies it compared to the way he was driving it before. He's like, well, see, this one doesn't do it. And he's oh like, and and Mike looks at him and was like, well, you're trying, you're not comparing apples to apples here. You're driving it completely different. <coughs> yeah. And uh, so Mike tells him to leave and they're done with it. Come to find out, he <laughs> he goes to two other dealerships and they do the same thing to him. Oh, shit. Yeah, he went to two other dealerships and they did, they told him the same thing. Yeah, like, dude, you're fucking. Apparently he was get a real problem. Like what the fuck, dude? Yeah, apparently he was telling Mike that that he was like, "Oh, I'm a musician, so I have really good hearing, and I can hear things." And he's like, "Man, he never told me that, but I honestly it would not have changed what that I told him." That he's always close to the fucking subwoofer, and he always hears some fucking ringing in his ears. I tell you what, sir. I tell you what. If you can hear really good, hear this. Fuck off and don't come back. <laughs> yeah. I don't so. know what happened to telling customers that, dude. It's just, I remember it, the good old days when we had managers that did that for us. Fucking Randy Blackmore had a hilarious story one time. So this customer authorized all this fucking work or whatever. And um, does he even know who Randy Blackmore is? Nope. Uh, he was one. He we he had the nickname Randy Stabmore because his motherfucker's advisor stabbed. Oh my god! In the back all the time. Fucking everyone. This, this guy should have had a goddamn fucking magic school bus fucking shirt because he pulled that fucking bus all the time and ran people over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck. He was bad, dude. And he was telling me a story one time. He had like he had a lot of good ass stories. And uh, this customer had authorized work, so they did the work, and he came to pick up. And, and he, he's in the bill. He's like, "I never authorized anything." He's like, "Yeah, you did. You fucking signed." This is back in the day when you had to sign the RO. Still, like right here, you fucking signed for it. I showed you the estimate or whatever. He's like, "I'm not fucking paying for that." Randy's like, "Okay." So he went out there, took the drain plug out of the fucking radiator right there on the service driver, started dumping all over the place. He's like, "When it's empty, you can have your vehicle." <laughs> wow. Can't do that nowadays. No, you can't you, be draining cooling on the fucking service truck. No, not that. But on just, the floor, just that general, attitude about yeah. it too. I was fucking dying. He said, like, "What happened?" He said, like, "The guy fucking freaked out and fucking paid the bill." We bring it back. They bring it back into the shop. I had topped off the cooling system. <laughs> I was fucking dying, dude. I was like, "No shit." He's like, "What did the service manager say?" He's like, "He was fucking dying about it." <laughs> he was so, dying laughing. Well, it, even then, like nowadays, if if an advisor did that. The manager would get mad, but he would laugh about it still. But like back in the day, oh yeah, back in the days, openly laughed about it. You fucking. Oh, he doesn't know when uh, Cole used to be a service advisor. No, Cole started as a service he, advisor. He told me, he's told me stories because he used to be your service advisor. Yeah, yeah he actually he uh, used to tell you to do stuff and then not get the customer approval, and then later come out and he's like, "Oh, they might not do this." And yeah, <laughs> that happened a lot. Yeah, he always sold it. Cole the, once told Noah that his wife was a bitch without knowing he was telling Noah oh, that yeah. his wife was a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I, we're at the other shop still. He's like, "Who's that fucking rainier? Those bitch? That, that's my wife." Oh. <laughs> he went off for a minute though before yeah. he found out you let him go i was just like oh yeah go on do tell do I'm tell uh, yeah this sounds great because back in those days that was back when i used to sell bjs like fucking hotcakes man every technician was getting a bj and so like i'd go and i'd fucking distribute them in the shop you know and then like cole's getting mad because i wouldn't switch the ticket into his name oh yeah it's, it's tying up your technician and you don't get the ticket mm. yeah so it's a double whammy Actually, Mike didn't like that because Mike never got a BJ because he was all the way at the end of the shop, and I would not walk all the way over there. I'm not going to go down there and give you a BJ, Mike. <laughs> you, if you want a BJ, you walk your fat ass up here and get one. <laughs> if there's any available. Oh, man. That's how you get technicians to open up, though. Fucking ask them if they want a BJ. Uh, all technicians are potty fucking mouth. Yeah. People. They just need to find out that the chick they're talking Max, to Max, also has a potty mouth. Max grew into it. 
Yeah, he did. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, he grew into it. You remember him in the beginning? Yeah. I didn't think he was going to make it. I was like, this guy's either going to take me to HR or he's going to quit. Something's going to happen. <laughs> I remember the death stairs. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I remember the stairs. He was like, he was getting ready to kill you or something. I don't give a fuck. That shit was I'm hilarious. I'm testing your metal, dude. And seeing what you can put up with. Oh, man, I remember that. He had no fucking comedic inf- like input at all. It was bad in the beginning. And then shit slow, surely and slowly started learning sarcasm, all these other things. You definitely beat him out of the by the book kind of deal. Oh, I mean, no, he still is a little bit, but you beat you beat him more a lot more to the point where he's doing good where he's at right now. Yeah, you're you're you. He, he did a bad thing. He was getting wound up getting hyper technical without even being technical. Yeah, like he goes down this technical side, but he doesn't understand any of it. It's like, so what does that even matter? Mm-hmm. So you're doing all this technical research and you don't even grasp the basic concepts of it. So you can't apply any of it. It's like reading a paragraph and forgetting the first word when you get to the last one. Yeah. You're just well, reading the words, but al- you are not trying to comprehend the words. It's almost like reading a book, but you understand language and words, but you don't understand the language and words of what you're reading. Mm-hmm. The problem is he was a technician in San Francisco where oh, they thought they were hot shit. Well, oh. see, the thing is, is they didn't. You probably didn't have to know anything because you got to remember the type of people paying a dealership to get their car worked on. They got were money. probably they have money, yeah, so yeah. they're educated, but they don't know shit about shit. They know shit about the stuff they were oh, yeah. educated in. Max had the idea we're all a bunch of fucking redneck idiots, and it was like he learned really quick. Holy shit, these guys are fucking legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he probably didn't have to explain shit. On well, that, his repair orders, he probably didn't have to know anything. That is hands down still one of my most favorite things him to do when he's when he makes a diagnosis. I was like, well, why? Uh, yeah, uh, explain to me how you diagnosed it and you came up with that conclusion. I, I, I don't know how it works. Why the fuck are you recommending it? I, I don't know. Because <laughs> the book said so. Yeah, because the book well, said so. And there's, this, a, these and there's are, a code, and then. <laughs> The code set is related to this part, and the harness doesn't look like a rat got it. <laughs> the best is like, okay, so if you do that and it doesn't fix it, don't come ask me for any fucking help then. Uh, no, dude. That's always fucking I hilarious. should try that now. Yeah. It's like, you can make the call. I'm I'm advising that's probably not the right call. So if you call that and it doesn't fix it, you're on your own for a little bit. Spin your wheels. And you got to eat the part. You're not getting paid for that. <laughs> uh yeah he's doing good now i think where he's at i've i haven't asked like around of like see how he's doing but it no. looks like he's doing just fine that's the whole thing is he on your team no no he, he's on he got he got switched with uh milan yeah uh that that relationship went sour to oh. say the least who the milan don one Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. Holy well, shit, well, dude. Wasn't Milan on my team when I was running Don's team? Yep. Yeah. And it, they, was always, and it was always Papa Don. Don hated him. And, like, Milan, they would constantly get into shit, and I didn't know he went back. Milan wanted to come back on his team. Oh, my God. Yeah, so like, even when he so, was on Noah's team, he wanted to be on Don's team. Yeah, I was like, dude, why? I'm giving you a lot of opportunity, man. You just don't want to take it. Like, I'm giving you the, the ability... To actually understand what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, the the thing with Don is Don never like tried to enhance his technicians any in any way. He Don had his shit he had to get done, and I I respect that. I get it. He's got to get shit done. But how do you grow your team? How, if you want them yeah, to yeah, be great actually, around you, I've actually noticed that with a lot of the team leaders though, they yes. don't want to teach. No, it takes effort. They don't want to though. 
Well, not that, but but in my opinion, is if you don't teach them, then you're stuck doing all the work. Exactly, and that's what Don was doing. Don was doing all the work. Yeah. Well, the trick is it is you yourself are not the one that's working. You're the one that that's acquiring all the knowledge to to properly disperse it between everybody, so you can shave times off where you can. Yeah. So you guys specialize in getting the work done, and the team leaders are one specializing in how something works, how the system works, how it operates, what it's looking for. You're doing all the you're doing the heavy lifting technical side of the equation. So you have the technical understanding when something fails, how to identify what it actually mm-hmm. failed. Yeah. Uh, you you're probably learned that firsthand more than anything. Oh yeah. There's a lot of downtime, but the but then when you actually have stuff like when you have to get into the rough. Like, like well, prime examples on when I gave you a pond off on you. Mm-hmm. That one was a good one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I had to get creative on how to diagnose that one. You did. Fucking outside the box. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get paid anything for that job. That was some bullshit. I'm going to try to flag like 1.8. You think uh, they'll pay you that? There's a op code for an antenna sub their antenna cord sub assembly. It doesn't, it's not numbered. And when you click on the image, it's like the one that the old school, the one that goes to the front fender. Hell yeah. But it's not identified. It just identifies as a antenna, antenna. cord sub assembly. Boom, right there. And there's an op code and it pays 1.8. <laughs> and I'm going to flag it. <laughs> How and much time did you have wrapped up into it? Like an hour? About an hour. Not that much. You had already eliminated some of the stuff that I would have had to eliminate, you know? <coughs> that sucked. But, uh, I had to go yeah. wash in that thing. Anyways, uh, no, it just seems like none of these guys want to teach. It's hard, man. It it gets. I it, get I get that it's hard, but it's but at the same time, you you, you know who I you know how I regret that I had to give up was Travis. Yeah, yeah, because Travis is good. Yeah, he's he's not going to be an, a a top level technician, but he's he's trainable big time. Mm-hmm. He wants to learn. He wants to understand how certain things work. That's like that right there. That encouragement from an individual is enough for me to donate time to try to explain and f- show the technical side of a job. Yeah, but if one guy's just like I don't know. Just, yeah. Or not that, but when you consistently do it, and they like Travis is good. Like you teach Travis one or two times, it would stick like consistently. I wonder how much of it still sticks around. Oh shit! Yo. Hey Noah. Yeah. Hey man, it's Timmy G, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Timmy hey. G is. You know him. No. Part of the Scooby no, gang. Okay. Hey, is it your birthday, dude? Yeah, I'm an old fuck, man. It's official. That's 40. Yeah, I know. Oh, I just wanted to call in and wish you a happy birthday, brother. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that, dude. Solid. I know. Hey, no problem, bub. All right, man. Thanks, dude. All right. Le- all right, later. Bye. No, but th- that's some of the challenges you run into. Like, when you're at a small shop, like, if you're at a shop where there's only, like, 10, maybe 8 techs, you're 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 not gonna have that amount of knowledge to pull from, but like being at the dealership we're at, the ability to consent like consolidate ten years of knowledge and within a two year bracket is super high. Like you could work like I always make the joke like you could work at a dealership for five years and go anywhere else and be fucking a cut above anybody, mm-hmm. just for for the amount of knowledge. Not so much what you're working on, but everybody else around you is dealing with complex problems and it's weird shit too. That you're gonna that all that knowledge gets trickled down to you, and if you have a good understanding of the technical side. Like you understand what they ran across and how to try to determine the future. Mm-hmm. It's just it's kind of weird now that I think about it. Like I'm curious how how if you were to break our shop up like a closed shop, 
I'm curious how many of our technicians would go out and just kill it at other shops. I always get curious because like Max, I use Max always as a benchmark because they thought they were so, he thought he, they were so fucking good out there. And then he came out here and he's like, holy shit. You guys are like actual mechanics. It also <laughs> yeah. depends on how much work is available at other places where you Well, go. that's what I'm saying though. It's I'm, I'm curious. Like I know that has a huge impact, but I just like, even in the Bay area, Max was busy as fuck out there doing stuff all the time. But, was it, anything, was it anything outside of the normal oil change and service work? And yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. You could be busy on that stuff. Well, I think Lexus is a perfect example. Well, like of that. He, he would talk about because I remember in the beginning he didn't understand how to diagnose wool bearing, so he just call him. I was like, "Was it bad?" Well, yeah. You go look at it. He's like, "It don't seem bad. It don't sound bad either." Well, I mean, in the Bay Area, I was like, well, "That's fucking cute." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna call this shit that's actually fucked up. We'll start there, buddy. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I remember going that with him and diagnosing wool bearings. That was fucking funny as hell in the beginning. I don't know, man. You don't really have any fucking rookies other than your your tadpole. Mm-hmm. How's he doing so far? He's doing all right. He seems like he, he seems he, like his sense of humor's came around. Uh, it has. It yeah. Has. yeah, I remember that fucker didn't like being shit talked to. Well. What is it? Mike Bench apparently says that he used to be like super quiet. Oh, really? I just keep giving him shit and I'm like, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at him and I'm just like, I haven't seen the quiet part because you talk all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day you can well, back the, it up. <laughs> I keep giving him that because he, he always talks about this and that. And I'm just like, well, dude, back it up. I remember his first week with me. He was talking shit about me using the off car brake lathe. He was like, oh, the on car is so much better. And then he saw how many problems the on-car brake lays were having. You guys have problems with them? Remember we were having a bunch of problems? Uh, we the got... dude that couldn't walk came in to fix them. Oh, yeah. Looked at him for a couple minutes, opened up the hood, slapped it, and said it's good. Yeah, the guy that told uh, <laughs> Rob that uh, he's never cut a rotor on the car. Oh, really? Yeah, he'd always done it on his little jig on his truck. Uh, well, this was after you left, but we yeah. were having a lot of problems with those fucking on cars. And we got lucky. We got the we got the old one up there, man. The old one's classic. It only gets used by me and Jeremy, so like, I do all the maintenance on it. Yeah. So, uh, what's it called? So uh, we were having a lot of problems with them. I stopped using them completely because I would get like four or five good cuts, and then freaking just terrible. Yeah. I, I want to say hours, like once a month, I'll take it apart, I'll break it down, and then pull the gearbox out and clean all the debris out of there. Reluber with graphite, like the spend time on it, it's fucking nice. It's smooth. I'm sure it is. <laughs> we don't get that kind of love in ours. No, and it, nobody, gets, and it gets fucking used and yeah, abused. No one gives a shit. Yeah, like who's someone gonna fix this piece of shit? Yeah. Sometimes people put like a tag on there. Shit doesn't work when they just need to rotate the bits. Oh yeah, it cuts shitty. It's yeah. like yeah, they're dull. That's why it happens. Ask yeah, So, uh, anyways, we were having problems with them. Even <laughs> rotating the bits, it wouldn't do it. To the point where I was like, you know what? Instead of doing this brake job twice, I'm just going to do it once and do it on the off car. He it was slower, you. but at that point, I was already hourly, so fuck it. He gave you a ton of shit? And he was like, oh, yeah, you should. And then I'm like, hey, man, the next time you get a brake job, you better use that on-car brake lather. You're never going to hear the end of it. I still give him shit for that shit. I'm like, because he still uses the off car. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? I'm like, hey, motherfucker, we got a different repair guy now. This dude can actually walk. <laughs> We got a brand new fucking machine right there. Let's see it, dude. You were talking all this shit. Let's fucking see it. And he's just like, nah, I'm going to use this one. I'm like, come on, man. 
You could get it done a lot faster with the on car. And that was the other. Yeah. That's the problem is once you fucking do that, you've now said, "Hey, in the future, bring this up every single time." Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Or and oh, I I still give him shit for it. And then uh, sometimes it's easy to back him back down because he'll still he'll start getting himself up a little bit. Oh, and I'm just fucking like, puff his whoop. chest out. Yeah. Let me point out. And then I here. push back on it, and he's just like, "No, no, 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 no!" I'm like, "Come on, bet." The be, the best thing, you know, the that's best the thing best we got, is betting. Betting best thing. Always the that's best. That's the best way. thing we got going on right now. Is I'm just like, "Hey, Joey, just bet. Come on, let's bet." You're so confident. Come on, what happened to all that confidence? Let's bet. I remember I used to do that shit to you guys all the time. You used to do that to me all the time yeah. too. And put some money on that. No, no. As soon as <laughs> as soon as you said, "Let's put some money on it," I'm like, eh, "Never mind." <laughs> Uh, oh, and we'll do it on some dumbass shit too. I forgot who it was it was fucking uh, Jaime. I won pizza for the team because yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Because we kept giving his team like, "Hey, when's the last time we bought you guys pizza?" <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It was Max was doing that motor. Yeah, we were. Oh, I think yeah. you guys bet on when he was gonna get done. Well, then Max fucking stripped out, fucking won the studs, and I had to fucking drill it out in mm-hmm. the car or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You're helping him." I was like, "This is different. Don't fucking. This doesn't count." This doesn't count because I'm fixing something. <laughs> yeah. This is actually taking more time. Yeah. This is actually helping you. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, shit. That was funny. But, yeah, that's 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 fun. I got I, I don't know if I got lucky or if I chose the right job for me. But I kind of like what I do. Not kind of. I like what I do. You're still. It, you, I'm still young enough to where yeah. I still like it. Yeah. I like, don't hate it yet. Well, not that, but look at all of the other team leaders. How many of them really like their job? How many of them do it to themselves? Yes and no, but all job takes it. All jobs eventually take their toll on you. Eventually, I mean, but if you if you could if you could think of one one right now, there's only one I can think of that might actually like his job still. But the other ones, like who, like is there any of them that really like doing that still? No. Yeah, the only guy they only do it. They only do it because they they have to. Yes, the the obligation's there. They have a lot of debt. Yeah. Oh man, fuck. I don't know. Like I said, sometimes I wish I could still wrench, and I catch myself too. I'm helping the guys, but I end up doing it. Yeah, sometimes you like to work on shit. Well, the thing is, you're in a position where you you can kind of pick and choose what jobs you feel like you should. Like you can kind of gauge it too. Like if work's not technically getting done and you can't move enough guys around to make it get done at a certain point, you have to step in eventually and do it. But even then, like it's, you're picking and choosing which ones that you want to delegate the time to. Mm-hmm. Cause you always got the option at the end of the day until the advisor fuck off and ain't going to get done. That's as much as they might not want to hear it. That's the truth of it. Yeah. How's that working out with the writers? I, <laughs> I don't tell the writers, but I tell the guys all the time. I'm just like, you see that time right there that it says? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's an estimation of when we're going to start it. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to get all this other it stuff It says done. two, but it's three. And, so, yeah. and at 2.15, we're starting it. <laughs> because, I don't know, I heard you have those conversations over and over and over again. And you're over there calling them fucking, That's not going to work. That's not going to work. And I've tried doing it. And the response and the response is, well, can we try? Can we try? Like, what do you think I'm out here just fucking around? <laughs> yes, but that's not the point. <laughs> the point is, you need to bracket the time correctly. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's like annoying. But to the point where I tell the guys, I'm like, 
there's a time right there. Go ahead and ignore that. We're going to do this, and we'll get to that eventually because that's a stupid go time. Hey, bro, what's going on with that one? Oh, oh yeah, one? we're about to start it here in about like an hour. <laughs> Yeah. And well, then the other, and then the other one is, uh, what's the other one? Ah, damn it! I had it in, I had it in my head. I was getting ready to say it. Um, fuck, it's uh, the go times one, and then uh, when they try to tell me what to do. Oh, that's and the by best. they I mean one. I know, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I and then, uh, and then uh, you just tell them, hey, look at that's what. I don't say I don't say anything. I get the text message and I'm like, that's what I was going to do anyway. But now I'm not. <laughs> now I'm going to kill about an hour and a half in the morning just bullshitting. And then I'll finally start that. <laughs> that's the worst is like he's really bad about that. I used to give him shit all the time. I was like, you know, you coming out and telling me what to do is just going to fucking make me not give a shit about what you're saying. So I'm just saying it's like you have no fucking clue how to delegate work, manage work, what what jobs take what time. <laughs> You have none of those factors other than you're just like a monkey up front pushing buttons on a fucking keyboard, and you fucked that up still. So, like, pump the brakes, buddy. Yeah, so the it does make me want to just, like, you know what? I was going to do that, and that was the plan, and I did think about that, and then now I'm just like, nah. Give it time. It'll fucking eat you alive. Look at Jaime. Look at Jaime from when Jaime started. What? <laughs> now he is now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's funny. I've watched him. I've watched them a couple of times. Oh no, shit! On the phone with his writers, and he's just like, "Shut the fuck!" He puts his fo- <laughs> he puts his phone out here, and he does this, and he starts. <laughs> he wants to do something so bad, but he doesn't do it. Which is hilarious because out of all the guys that came up, he was the most even killed. And I knew, like, it's even matter of time for this wears him. I used to give him all the time. How you doing? I'm doing fine. You're not getting irritated? No, no. By the time I got ready to leave, he was like, man, what the fuck? They're all stupid. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. They're McDonald's order takers, buddy. They don't fuck. You tell them something, and it's gone. <laughs> yeah, so. Eh. I don't know. I don't let it get to me. At least not yet. All you can do is laugh. Just that's laugh all I do. Yeah. That's the best thing to do. That's all I uh, That's all I do is I laugh and I joke about it. It's That's all you can do. Because if I let it get to me and I'm just going to. Why am I going to let it get to me if it's, at the end of the day, it's just ruining my day? If I start stressing about it, it's going to make me, uh, why do I even think about it? I'm just like, whatever, I'm just going to move on. Oh, man. Uh, I think I'm going to call that, man. Two hours? Yeah. That's it? I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. Thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah, no problem. All right, Art. Hey, happy birthday. Peace. Oops.
Yeah, like, and I thought, okay, maybe this is wrong. I jam that motherfucker down further. Or it was stretched out because I did have it a little like folded in. We still have it. Yeah, we still. Well, I turned it into parts. They probably put it up in the wherever they keep their, their one part. But I actually took it off, and I was kind of curious. I was gonna take a picture of it too because I knew you weren't gonna believe it. 